0: Time for the show. Everybody on stage. More and more. I'm forgetting the
1: past. She came home with Hocus Pocus, um, Free Willy, and Jason Goes to Hell. So how's how's that for a nice mix? (laughs) There's a mix right there. Mom
2: of the Year
3: right there. Welcome to two maddening hours of horror and fright.
1: Children of the night, what music they make! Living,
3: fantasizing, without being killed. I'm running this fucking car now, Frankenstein, and I want to know what the fuck you're doing
5: with my time. Hi, I'm Candy, the Final Girl. Let's get out of here.
6: <laughs> and I'm Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> It's breakfast time.
5: (laughs) And this is The House That Screams. Tonight, we are covering the 2006 remake of The Hills Have Eyes. We have Crystal.
0: Mister, will you play with us?
5: (laughs) (laughs) We have Dave.
2: You made us what we've become. Boom,
3: boom, boom.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, Oscar. Yeah. We have Erica. Leave Doug alone. He's a Democrat. He doesn't believe in guns.
5: <laughs> and we have returning family member,
4: Ian. What I'd give for a hot shower and a cold margarita. Yeah. What was,
6: what's your quote? And the chronic. <laughs> and the chronic, yeah. And something, and s- and something gonna... Freudian about snakes. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and Ian's going to start us off talking about this uh, early 2000s remake of a Wes Craven story.
4: Yeah, so the reason, because obviously when you invited me on the show, as always, you gave me a whole list of what you had coming up, what you wanted to cover, and this one really sort of stood out to me, because I've I've probably mentioned it before on this show, I've definitely mentioned it on my show before many times, I'm the give remakes a chance guy, which often leads to me being relatively unpopular on social media when I'm airing some of these opinions. (laughs) When it comes to this as a remake to the original, I kind of want to... It's, it's more of a sort of general question around remakes for you guys. What defines, like, a good remake for you guys? Does it have to exceed the original? Does it have to just be a standalone movie for you guys? Like, if you was to take this in isolation, you hadn't seen the original as long as you then enjoy that experience. Does that make it a good remake for you? You know, what What? What defines a good remake for you guys?
5: I think for me... um. I like, because I'm also like, give remakes a chance, because sometimes we can improve upon the subject matter or the story. Um, I think a remake has to have some reverence to the original, the source material, but also do its own thing. It's, it's, There's a very fine line for me, like, a lot of people get angry about Dawn of the Dead. I like Yeah, I was going to yeah, that. that's a good
2: that's a good but
5: one. But it's not better than the original. Does, is it still great on its own? Yeah. Um does it have reverence to the original? Yes. But it's really hard to capture that only a few movies do. So for me it has to pay respects but also do its own thing.
6: Yeah, and I I agree with that. Um and I mean two great examples on on both sides of the spectrum for that for me would be, you know, on one end of the spectrum you have Nightmare on Elm Street which I totally loathe that remake, and I suck. I suck and you, Jackie Earl Haley I think is a phenomenal actor, but he is not Freddy Krueger. Uh-huh.
3: Um,
6: on on the other end of the spectrum for me is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake that yeah. I I thought they did a great job with that. They made it a lot more grisly, uh, mm-hmm. a lot darker. Whereas in the original, you barely saw any blood, you know, and so it it added elements darker, um, mm-hmm. more brutal elements. Um, which i think is what we found in this one too is that it was much more brutal um but yeah i think i think one that stands it can stand alone but it still pays homage to the original
2: uh I'm, i just want to be entertained you know I, I don't there are there are shot for shot remakes which uh like like the night of the living dead the um the tom Savini one that's almost a shot for shot remake and it's fine yeah. and then like the dawn one is it's, it's just the loosest themes were were done. You know, we're going to the mall, and that was about it. And that works too. I never understood uh, all the hate, especially the Dawn one when we covered it. Get so much hate because all oh, the zombies run or this that. Just entertain. Me. Make a good movie. I don't. You know, I don't have a, a a rule book for remakes. If it's a shot for shot remake, make it good. If it's not, if it's just loosely a, a, a loose adaptation, just make it good. I think this movie, you know, did a good job of it. Um, some other ones, like like the Nightmare on Elm Street one, not not great at all.
0: I still I still have not seen the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah. I
4: refused to watch. Yeah, it. you're
2: not missing nothing. <laughs> you're joking. so you're so lucky. <laughs> yeah. I Just entertain me. Yeah, yeah, you know I
0: think some of these franchises have so much like cult following or just such uber fans that, you know, even speak about a remake or something, and they get all up in arms, regardless of if the remake is good or not. You know, I agree with Dave, entertain me, give me some
2: gore. At the end of the day, it's just a movie. You know, it's, I love these flame wars you get on the internet. It's like, dude,
7: oh, yeah. it's
2: just, just a movie. <laughs> like,
7: calm down, calm down. <laughs> yeah, that's Bro, it, okay. it? Because
4: that, cause there's so many people out there, as soon as you hear, oh, this, this is getting remade, or this is the remake, immediate hate. Like they've seen nothing about it, nothing about what's going right, on. Nothing. Haven't seen them. Just immediate well, hate.
6: And and to to touch on that though, like for instance, Halloween Ends comes out, right? And <laughs> did not did not like that at all. I did I did not enjoy it. And and then to think that he's getting ready to do The Exorcist, uh-huh. and oh, no. so then I start to get a little concerned, right? And and then that's when the whole conversation comes up on why do all of these films need to be remade? You know, now there are, there are, I think, and we've had this conversation before talking about like Jalo films. Like there are a lot of Jalo films that I think could be remade nowadays.
5: I was actually going to bring that up because we just talked about mm-hmm. that with House by a Simager. I'm like, please somebody fucking remake this. Right. And right. they could
6: be remade and they could be done very well. But then you take these movies that are already extremely well made, beloved films and we want to remake them and it's like how much more can you push that envelope
0: i think they just want to pad that envelope with cash
7: (laughs) yeah i think so
6: yeah at the end of the day yeah it's a profit deal
7: yeah like for me with the whole remake thing um i i prefer that stuff not be a shot by shot remake because it's like well like the original film already did that exact same thing. Like you don't need to replicate that. Like the psycho remake. Eh, who cares? I was gonna say the psycho remake. <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. It's like if I want to see the exact same film, I'm gonna go with the original, of course. Um so I, I I like remakes that that have some kind of original twist on the original concept and maybe invert or subvert Like the message of the original film, if there was a message, there's not always, but just just something that has like, um, yeah. Obviously, they're not being completely original because it's a remake, but they can rework that concept in a more unique um, manner. And and like, also, if I can appreciate as as a standalone, that's a bonus too. Um, Another thing that helps for me, and I mean, maybe it's just playing the odds. I tend to prefer remakes of films that were just mediocre to begin with. Like there's some kind of gem of a concept in here. And then, you know, like let's just try to pull that, that good material out and turn it into something better than what the original film did. Um, Like the original house on haunted Hill, I think is like a very mediocre movie, even though I love (laughs) Vincent Price. (laughs) Um, so when that was remade in the 90s Not everyone loves that remake But I enjoyed the remake more than the original one it, it just took stuff to a different level I agree I
4: think another thing for me when it comes to that as well Is it's distance of time, isn't it? Between the original and then the remake And also what has come in that franchise in between You know, you were speaking about Halloween ends We've been getting so much Halloween content For the past 40-odd, 40-odd years Same for, you know Nightmare on Elm Street but then the difference between for things like for example say like the thing coming up from the thing from another world you know there's the distance and time and you know the change of society and things like that as well I think that also plays a big role in in how a remake might be received
6: as well yeah yeah and then you have you know the fog remake which well oh god find your
5: lack of Tom Atkins disturbing (laughs) yeah,
4: <laughs>
2: you, you you'll just sit out for every film though. I <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
7: yeah, I yeah, yeah. was just for a lot of stuff. Yeah, I
2: remember watching that Fog remake and that scene where the where the babysitter lady puts her hand in the drain and then she sort of dematerializes. That's what was happening to my soul. <laughs> I, <watched> <laughs> was, I adore the original, and it was just like, yeah. oh, me never too. God, God, that the was
5: fun episode read. when we did that. Ugh.
6: Yeah, yeah. The original is so good. Ugh.
5: Daddy Tom Atkins. <laughs> so, um, speaking on this film, do you guys just want me to do this or you want me to wait till after everybody else goes? Um, I'm in the wet blanket club, so you do you. I- I'm, I'm in the wet blanket club as well. That's why I'm like, do <laughs> you guys want me to wait? <laughs> now, I'm surprised that I'm in the wet. I'm just going to do it. Um, I'm in the wet blanket club and I didn't know I was. I actually picked this film to talk about because we did two years ago uh, the original Hills Have Eyes, which was an early West Craven. I really don't think he found his footing until Nightmare on Elm Street, I mean, which was, you know, the shit. Because, you know, he did uh, Last House on the Left, which is good, but it's a little too long. And, you know, and, and the Hills Have Eyes, which is kind of his answer to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And we shit all over West Craven's The Hillside Eyes. Like, do you remember that? That was just like a a massacre. We were evil to that movie. And I was like, you know, I really liked the fucking remake. Now, I remember clearly when I saw this, I remember being pregnant with my son. He was about to turn 16. And uh, I rented it and I thought it was fucking great. I just have a very clear memory of being pregnant. And yeah, it was, it, I don't know. Sometimes I have these weird horror memories where, oh yeah, this one I got pregnant. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, I remember really liking it. Like, you know, we, we've talked about when we did a ghouls line out, we did Alexandra, Alexandra, Alexandre? I don't know how to pronounce it. Aja's uh, high tension. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric and I did that with Jenna and, um. You know, I really enjoy that film, as bonkers as it is. The story doesn't make sense, but it's really gory fun.
6: Great movie. And
5: he brings that energy to this. And I think that's what I liked about it, because the original Have Eyes, the story's stupid. The characters are insufferable. You don't care. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I remember liking this one. Well,
3: <laughs>
5: I watched it last night.
6: <laughs> bum, 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 bum.
5: Yeah. Um, I love the gore. I-, I like that brutality that Aja brought to this. But, oh, my God, the characters are somehow more insufferable in this one. I think, <laughs> like, remember, Rob did that dead-on impression of Brenda screaming and, you know, Bobby, Bobby, you know, like, oh, my God, Rob nailed that. I was re-listening to it, and I was laughing so hard. Yeah. But, like, Brenda sucks in this one, too. And the worst part is, is, like, Doug, who was kind of the only likable character in the original Hills Have Eyes, they made him a complete asshole in this. He was like when his wife Lynn gets killed in the original, he's very grief stricken. And, and the whole story arc is about, you know, this civilized family becomes uncivilized to deal with these uncivilized people. Right. But Doug is an absolute prick, <laughs> you know, and just like, you know, where we see that. Oh, you know, because Erica Cho is the whole he's a Democrat. He doesn't believe in guns, but the whole thing is like, you know, wants to go get his daughter. And it see, doesn't seem to care super bad about her that his wife died. He doesn't care too much about that either. But and he's like, Bobby, how many bullets do you have left? They shoot every single one of those bullets into the ground. Like, what was the point of that?
3: <laughs> and then they're taking each
5: other out with pickaxes and stuff. But my quote, the let's get out of here. So everything happens pretty much how it happened in the original film. We just get a lot more action and, and grittiness and I kind of like that, that shaky cam gritty thing that we got in the early 2000s in horror, but So, yeah, Brenda, then it's like, yeah, let's get out of here. I'm like, okay, listen, how you got here in the first place, how all this happened is that you couldn't get out of here. Everything broke down. Now you don't have water or shelter. It gets cold at night in the desert, and it's really hot during the day, and you don't sweat, so you're going to have heat stroke. Um, You can suddenly get out of here, lost all these family members, but now you can get out of here. No, you're going to die. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like a freeze frame end of a sitcom thing. Let's get out of here. No, you can't get out of here. That's why the whole movie happened. You're stuck. You're stuck there. So explain that to me. How did I forget about that?
6: No. Well, I mean it was it it was kind of the same thing with me because I saw this not too long after it came out. And I remember really liking it because I remember it being brutal. I remember it being vicious. Um and you know, the effects on this are great. I mean, you've got, you know, the N and the B from K and B. Nicotero and Berger, and you know, they're masters in their field. Um, And and you even have Gregory Nicotero playing one of the the mutants in this. But I remember enjoying it for that, um, for the gore aspect. And while it's still there, when we went back and we watched this, I guess maybe it's just over time I've watched more brutal films that like the brutality the feel of the brutality wasn't as i don't know um poignant as it was when i first saw it um it didn't stand out and i was like sitting here watching it and i'm like wait we're watching the unrated version i remember this being much more brutal than it was but Mm -hmm. you know and the effects in it are, are great um in particular, the uh, the gas station attendant when he blows his head off in the in the outhouse, I, I really loved that scene. Yeah.
3: Um,
6: but you know, I mean, it's it, like Candy said, the, the characters are insufferable. Um, I love uh, Ted Levine, but Big Bob, come on, man! Like, like he's sitting there at the gas station talking about how he can drive. All through the night, and he's he wants he just wants to fucking drive. And the guy the guy's like, oh well, if you just turn here, it'll cut your trip in half. And he's like, oh, okay, let's do it.
5: Yeah, it made it's, no oh, sense. Wait,
6: you just said you want you didn't mind driving all night. Like I don't know, it was yeah. just you know. But it's you you're still suffering. The plot in this one is is suffering the same problems that the plot suffered in the original one. Um And you know, I thought that the makeup effects on the the. Um, the mutants looked cool. Um, especially, uh, uh, oh, was it Pluto? Was that the, Pluto was the big, uh, Mm -hmm. Michael Berryman's, uh, original character. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, it's, I, I, I will give credit where credit's due. Um, you know, coming off of high tension, I loved high tension, um, I think he did a a valiant effort, especially the fact that Wes Craven watched High Tension and was like, this is the guy that I want to do my film. Um, You know, that in itself is enough praise for him. Um, You know, when a director is like, you know, okay, all of these other remakes are being successful. So I want my film to be remade. And this is the guy that I want to remake it. I mean, as a director, that's got to be a fucking honor right there. You know, especially coming from somebody like Wes Craven. Um, And, you know, I mean, it's I a lot of people do like this film. A lot of people enjoy it. Um, But there's just a lot of there's a lot of things about it that I I'm not a big fan of that I think that I I used to be a fan of. But then when I rewatched it, I was like, yeah, doesn't feel the same.
5: That's fair. Um Yeah. Chris you what, a wet blanket. You wanna, you wanna jump in on
3: this? <laughs> I mean, yes, <yeah, laughs> sure.
0: Uh, you know, I had told David the other day that I'd seen this movie when it came out, like when it came to like DVD, but um, and like I couldn't remember anything about it, so I had not seen it since then, which was probably like later 2006, 2007 when I watched it. And, like, we watched it last night, and it literally could not keep my attention. I was like, this is slow. This, it, there's some gore. And David's like, we're going to watch the unrated version, so I'm happy. And then he's, like, reading, you know, Wikipedia or whatever. And he's like, oh, the unrated version adds two minutes to the film. Two whole minutes. And I was like, oh, that was the, shotguns, the shotgun in the outhouse scene. That's two minutes. That's it. That's what you got.
6: That's um, that's I, the only difference in the the unrated?
0: unrated two two yeah, and it, it was
5: that because that was it would have been nc-17 otherwise
3: oh wow yeah there was also
5: a rated x cut that was original but we we can't see that cut
0: yeah
3: mm. Summer. Summer. Right.
0: but i mean i you know there's not very many likable characters if any in this movie except for maybe the baby because the, the, baby. like, eh. the baby kind of like
3: the baby and the dog <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, and the dogs. And the dogs. The dogs did, did their job. Um, it did not make me want a chicken wing after this movie, I have to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> or a drumstick. Uh, and I felt bad for the burbs. Um, there was yeah. A, yeah, when, when the first dog was gone, I was like, David, I'm out. No, nope, I'm done.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I think I got to thinking about it today. I think the reason why this didn't hold too much memory is because of a movie you had mentioned, Sean. I remember seeing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know it came out in two thousand three, but I don't think I saw that remake until like maybe two thousand five, two thousand six. Um, and so that one holds a lot more, uh, like you know, memory for me. That that's a really good remake. This like they use some gore and stuff in it, but there's not really anything in it that I could I could have done without this. I mean, I watched the original, and I do kind of like the original better than this one, um, but not not by much, not by much more. This um, I got tickled at David because he was talking about the desert that they wanted to film in the same same area as the original was filmed, but there was condominiums there when they got there. So this is all in Morocco. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we had to go halfway around the world just to just to get a shitty movie.
6: Yeah. Yeah, and apparently they, the um, uh, company, the film company, uh, didn't want to uh, greenlight them filming in Morocco because they're yeah. afraid of terrorist attacks. But after they couldn't find any other locations to film at, they finally fucking relented. So
0: right, and I just felt—I mean, it, I think it was like 120 degrees during the day there, so I felt. Ugh. Oh, bad for the dogs because of their paws on the, the dirt and everything. So, yeah. you know, if anything, it made me feel bad for the animals in this movie. <laughs> oh, and the appearance of Jinko jeans. Mm. Bobby has some Jinkos on. Y'all can't tell me those are not Jinkos. I had to pull up Jinkos and <laughs> show David what <laughs> Jinkos were. Yeah, well, oh, I, I, some JNCOs I knew. Back in the day, <laughs> I,
2: I had a pair, <laughs> I didn't know what they were.
0: He did not, and then no. I had to go to the Jinko website to show him Jinko now and Jinko classic.
6: My my fifteen year old <laughs> skater self, I had a pair of Jinkos with the chain wallet, and the chain hung down to my fucking ankles, and
7: <laughs> That's, yeah. that was a
6: real piece of work. Let Goose me tell you, back
7: back then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> me these photos, yeah, <laughs> they no. exist.
5: I will show you them. Yes, please.
3: Yeah,
5: <laughs>
2: It's I think good. they did a great job capturing the uh, essence of the desert. The movie's very, because uh, most of it actually takes place during the day, which is interesting for a horror movie, but uh, it's like oversaturated. The lighting, it, look, it looks hot there. They did a great job of capturing that, I thought. It, it, it looks why like, was
5: Bobby wearing a long sleeve shirt? Yeah, shirt, w- And and then he's missing his hoodie. I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's trying. Yeah, to- I mentioned
2: that last night. It's like, why well, He's way overdressed for the desert. Here's my hoodie. I'm like, dude, you're dressed for <laughs> winter. There's you're not, good.
0: No.
5: Yeah, that was a, style I a
2: style is, is hot as hell. Yeah, and I okay. love the tension between Big fashion. Bob and between Big Bob and Doug. That's like that's like every uh married man's nightmare: is that his father in law is going to hate him and that his wife is not going to take his side in the uh, dispute between him and his father in law. Like, right. You know, I, I mean, Doug was a bit of a, a, a weenie, but uh, huh. a, that'd be a tough situation to be in, where your father in law just loves you and your and your wife takes his side over yours. That'd be a right. tough one. I think he comes or Doug does come around. He kills a whole bunch of people. He's the final boy. <laughs> he does all right. he I cannot believe that that's Pyro from the X-Men movies. I, I even after reading that, I, I just can't believe that's him. It just doesn't look anything like
6: it's, you know, it's funny you say I, that because after we watched it, I went on IMDb and I was like, where have I seen this guy? And when I saw that he was Pyro in the X-Men movies, I was like, Oh
2: fuck. And that <laughs> never would have, never would have gotten that. in Buffalo Bill and in, in Buffalo. Yeah. And Buffalo Bill. Yeah, Ted like, great in mean, anything. Me. His voice alone is, is a character yeah.
3: for Yeah. Hmm. Hey.
7: Okay. Yeah, so, so, yeah I, I guess I'll ramble through some commentary. Like, I don't know, I've never been a fan of the original one, which you'll know if you listen to our podcast covering the original film. I was like, Ugh. and None of us were nice. Yeah, maybe it was a cool experience to watch when it it came out, especially in like a whole drive-in setting. But I mean, watching it now, even when I first watched it on VHS, I thought everything just looked so cheap and just like garbage. I didn't like the characters or the story or really anything about it. So like, I don't know, the characters in the remake aren't super likable, I, I kinda like Doug, but I mean he's like maybe one of the only ones that I'm okay with. <laughs> but it's like the the like visually, you could tell they they put work into the production value. It's slick looking, it's like very attractive, there's very nice gore in a lot of scenes. Um I kinda liked the sort of satirical uh angle around like Partisan politics and patriotism and all that. Even though I'm not completely sure what point the director was trying to make, although if you've seen like piranha three D, he he yeah. does that he thinks are like satirizing uh, like American culture. Whereas like as an American, I watch it and I'm like, I don't see the satire. This just seems like a documentary
3: about <laughs> right. like. yeah, It's a
7: parody. It's like oh, we're just kind of like that, but. <laughs> The, the death scene using a tiny American flag is hilarious. I love <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I I do like the remake a lot better. That said, even then, the remake's like not going to be in my list of top films. When I was rewatching, I, I did start to feel like it was just kind of grinding after a certain point. Like there's just a lot of constant action and it, it was so much action and not enough suspense or tension that it actually... Um, I don't know, my attention span actually went downhill after a certain point. It's usually not a problem. I had a couple for of smoke breaks. I was like, no need
5: to pause. I'll be back. <laughs>
7: yeah. Um so I mean I, I do like I do prefer it over the original, but I don't know, I, I did have some issues with it. It's not a perfect film. I just think it's better <laughs> than the first one. <laughs> That's fair although it's like you know we talked about how um the hills have ice 2 was just like hot sun-baked garbage and then ironically the remake of the hills have ice 2 is also hot sun-baked garbage (laughs) yeah it's so bad
0: (laughs) i don't think i've ever seen those i haven't had the pleasure
7: it goes
5: heavier on to like the the part like and i know we're gonna have a discussion about this so i'll just touch on it for a sec but it goes more into like the rapey parts Mm. Yeah and it's a directed video so it's bad bad. and it's like sort of like rape exploitation type so they just cashed in on that part and and it doesn't have any of the the slickness the the you know like the, the niceties of this movie it's just trash hmm. I'd rather watch the Hills Have Eyes 2 West Craven one than that one
6: Wow. Or maybe, or maybe the hills have thighs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Watch the porn. Wow!
4: It's it's funny you say that though, because um, Alexandra Aja did say, like, in part of the things that needed to be cut from this movie in order for it to get the R rating, it was, I think, about thirty seconds longer on the actual rape scene that we get in this film. So they did, like, they there was a. Sp- initially going to be slightly more focused on that as well but they obviously had to then then cut that um I, rem- I think I first saw this film in about I think it was oh nine I think I first saw this film and I actually saw this one first before I'd seen the original and going back and watching the original I'm i much prefer the, the remake um but I always remember this is still only a film I've maybe seen three or four times and I always remembered it really fondly as one of those films that I could sit there and be like, oh no, look, remakes can be really good. You know, these are really great. And then I was re-watching it again, obviously, for, for for the show. And I I just same as you guys, like I find myself just being distracted by like what was going on in my in my room while I was watching it. I was just like, oh look, my poster's fallen down a little bit and, <laughs> and this. But what I've actually, I've actually over the past few months I've been having the benefit of having a friend. Who is not a horror fan, asking me to introduce them to horror movies? That's
6: which has always been, fun.
4: Which has been yeah, incredible, and we've been so. I've basically been going, showing her the movies that we've been doing on the show, uh, essentially. And so, you know, she she's now watched things like um, we're you know we're talking about the gore aspect of things. I think the last movie I showed her was Terrifier Two. Oh
3: uh, okay,
4: cool. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> i love that movie i love that movie love 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 it or hate it though it is absolutely you know rampacked with gore like yeah um, it is but even but but she was telling me today that she handled that gore a lot better than she was handling the gore here um in the hills of eyes and i think it was probably because you know it it comes across as a lot more realistic you know the effects (laughs) are so much better and things like that um but yeah i just find i find i find it really weird again it's like I always remember this being though know, this is this really cool fast-paced gory remake that's got you know loads of stuff that's really going go, going for it and then when coming back to it again i was just a bit like i'm getting a bit bored of this now you know like the, like you say the characters themselves you know there's not a huge amount to like i would prefer it if ted levine was in this movie for a lot longer than he actually was because i really mm-hmm. like ted levine um so yeah like i, I kind of just sort of and all of you
5: guys sat there. I thought I was gonna be all on my own on that. Cause I was like it, you know, I think, you know, all of us what we do, we watch a lot of horror movies, which, you know, I did before doing the show anyway, but now that we do the show, we we analyze them I think a lot more than we did before. And so I think, you know, part of it's we're a little jaded. And, you know, for me, it's hard to recreate the first time I saw this. Now, some movies, every time I watch them, I'm watching them again for the first time. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you were talking about with your friend, we do that with our children. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ash is he'll be 16. He's the youngest. But with him, we're still like showing him the world. The girls, they're they're on level with us. But, you know, we get to show him this stuff. But there and there are some movies like for me, like we had some great remakes early 2000s. And this, I think, was part of it. But the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, to me, is the gold standard. Um, it was so fucking well done. Now, that when every time I watch it, I'm blown away. This movie, coming back to it, and I hadn't seen it in, you know, uh, since I was pregnant with my son. So, I just remembered it being great. And then I revisited it, and I wish I hadn't, because it would have stayed pure in my mind.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, I'm me, like, me, okay, I was going to prop this
5: up. And now I'm like, oh, God. I don't like the original and I don't like this one. Oh, man. Wow. Maybe it was just, you know, where I was at the time or as a viewer, as a fan. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm disillusioned. You know, it's like, you know, it's not you. It's me kind of situation.
6: No. Hey, Candy, real quick. I'll I'll edit this out if need be. Uh, Nico, did you know he was going to be on tonight? Because he just popped in like he's trying to get in the.
5: Oh, shit. I didn't think he was going to make it.
6: Okay.
2: Do you yeah, he certainly him... wasn't in the chat like he was going to be on. Do
6: you made it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let him in. Okay. I just, Yay. I, it'd been up there for a little bit. I just Ian was talking. I didn't want to like interrupt him.
3: Hey, yeah. oh, hey. hey, just okay. wanted to jump hey. I'm not, I'm not, uh, not
1: hundred percent today. Like, I have like, like, I'm just with the season starting to change. Like, it's fucking me up. But I just wanted to jump on and say mm-hmm. hi to everybody because I haven't seen y'all in a couple weeks. And hey, hey. has been too long. And to to just give some quick thoughts on this movie. Um, So actually I I saw this when it first came out in theaters when I was um, managing the the movie theater so I got to see everything for free before anybody else did anyway. And uh, was completely shocked at how fucking amazing this movie really was. This was like one of the better remakes. Probably one of the best remakes of a horror film to ever come out and one of the few that actually improves upon the original that I you know I I I really can't say I mean the 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 sequel I fuck that movie it's a piece of shit Mm, but yeah but but, but (laughs) this one no this was this is like like this is up there with the fly and and John Carpenter's thing and probably Mm. the Dawn of the Dead remake and
5: Texas Chainsaw Texas
1: Chainsaw remake like this is this is like Scarface good this this remake i mean this this is a crystal space to set it all (laughs) yeah i was about to say you missed
2: you missed
1: missed all the other all the other people
5: i was saying you know i brought this movie up but i was when i rewatched it uh it just doesn't have the same pull for me it's good but it's not great and it's not as good as i thought it was like i I i'm very disillusioned with it
1: the remake kind of or the original kind
5: of on that page a little bit.
1: Remake. Oh, no. The, this this to me, I oh, don't know. This is a very strong, strong remake, and this is a very mm-hmm. strong horror film on it, on its own. Plus the fact I love that um, Laura Ortiz is is little Ruby and, you know, she, most people probably know her better from uh, The Hatchet for Victor Crowley mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And yeah. she was also on that awesome Adam Green um, horror sitcom Holliston. No, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I um, didn't know she was yeah. on that. Yeah, she's um, she's Joe Lynch's girlfriend on the show. Mm.
2: The only thing I knew her from was that she's the girl in the box in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh yeah, well because yeah,
1: well you know. Wait, what? was that her?
2: Was that her? That That's from what I saw. What I read, it was yeah.
1: It might have been. I mean, I know she's tight with James Gunn too. So.
2: I wish uh, Ruby had gotten a little more. Uh, Developed.
1: little well, we yeah. had more story yeah. with
5: her in the um, original film, we and did. as annoying as that um, Ruby was, I would have liked more story with this Ruby.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. A, a little bit more of that would have been fine. Yeah, would have been good with me.
5: I think that would have been a neat little, you know, it, it would have added flavor. You know what I mean?
1: I I also like it. I think it's funny the um the the one mutant in the wheelchair with the gigantic fucking <laughs> head, B- big, big brain. brain. He was, he was, um, I think his, his character was Simon in the, in like the underrated movie Go. I love,
5: like, oh, I love Go. I love Go, but he's that. the one, he's the one that.
1: with the, in the story with, with Tay Diggs in the, in yes. the titty bar with, yeah. Like, <laughs> he, yeah. I just thought it was kind of cool. Like, I don't know why, why that guy never blew up to be bigger because, I mean, Go was fucking amazing. Yeah. I, love I thought he was pretty good in on this, go. this Go.
5: I loved it.
1: Yeah, loved go, it. go. I mean, I, I remember one of the, 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 um, from the from from, one of the reviews called it like the son of Pulp Fiction and rightfully so
3: yeah it was yeah, yeah. good now I
5: actually I did, free, uh, yeah. re-bought it on DVD because I'm still rebuilding my DVD collection that I lost years ago and I was like man I fucking love this movie
1: and yeah. it ties it ties in because um Sarah Polly was in the Dawn of Dead remake
3: yes yeah
1: so so there you go see we always bring it back to the horror. Also, another decent movie. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. It's called No Such Thing with her.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. It was. It's like it was like a modern take on Beauty and the Beast, but like. Yeah, was it dead. was actually very interesting. Like how they how they did that. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's definitely something different.
3: I've
5: heard of it, but I don't know that I've seen it.
1: I, I saw I caught it one I, day. I had it. heard about it and I caught it on um I think it was on probably HBO because what other cable channel do people really have besides Skinamax? But um <laughs> I think it came on like HBO hey, one and I was like, oh I heard about it. Let me watch and I was oh, kind of surprised. It wasn't it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. So um yeah, I just wanted to pop in and say what's up, to everybody, because I haven't seen y'all in a minute, and kind of give my thoughts. I I really love the Hills Have Eyes remake. I thought it was very well done, um, very strong cast. Um, people always forget that you know Wild Bill, I'm sorry, Buffalo Bill from yeah. on of the Lambs is you know yeah. the father. Yes. Um, yep. Big Bob, Vanessa, Vanessa Shaw from Hocus Pocus is the, the actual cover victim. I was on the, trying on the to remember record. where I yeah. saw
5: that bitch before. She's also yeah.
1: Ladybugs with Roddy. Deja I was Field thinking of Ladybugs. Yeah. Like- yeah, that's a <laughs> cute movie.
3: like Ladybugs!
5: I'm like the only saying- person on the planet that doesn't like Lady. Uh, I, I mean, Hocus Pocus.
1: I'm not really crazy about like either. It? To be not honest good. with you, I don't I, mean, I, th- I think it's completely overhyped, to be honest. But I think my is. mom
5: forgets that, like, I'm her kid like that she knows me because she'll be like oh hocus pocus is on i'm like mom i never liked that movie yes you did i'm like i don't know what daughter you were calling but it's not me
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought um, that was
5: pussy shit.
1: <laughs> i actually saw that movie on bootleg when it came out in 93 when my mom worked in manhattan so she was always like every week like if we didn't get to go to the movies and it was something we wanted to see she would like just buy it for like five dollars from like the dude <laughs> on the corner so yeah <laughs> H- hocus pocus then she came home with hocus pocus um free willy and Jason goes to hell. So how's how's that for a nice <laughs> there's a mix I'm right, right there? For this, hey, Mama, Jason right takes there.
5: Manhattan shirt, and guess what? I just we just got one. And I I, got one. I, I, got
1: one. I see it, yeah. And I'm I'm actually I don't know if you can see it, but Freddie. Freddie. I didn't wait it. I Jason's yeah. name. <laughs> um. Every time I think of Vanessa Shaw, though, I think of just the line from Hocus Pocus where she's like, "Oh, my brother loves your yabos." As a matter of fact, <laughs> yes. every 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 time I see her like announce for a show, I'm like, "Oh, look, it's Major League Yabos," because that's.
5: Yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, she's, My
5: she's, thing was Nightmare Before Christmas, but it was like people forget that that completely flopped when it came out. I loved it, and then it, it was like suddenly it was this underground thing, and I'm like, I've always liked Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Well, it's the same thing with Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus flopped because it came out in the summer, and then all of a sudden Spirit started putting out shit for it. And
5: Let me tell you, the gays have always liked Hocus Pocus, though. My brothers were into that No, shit.
1: no, that, that's true. And, like My, my sisters <laughs> always loved that, just like that fucking stupid Teen Witch movie. And I'm gonna oh, I love that, that movie. Yeah, see, there it is. <laughs> I have
5: a fondness.
1: Every, every, time I, every time I think of that, I think of that fucking top that scene.
5: I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude, but I need to stand up for a minute. My ankles are really smooth. Oh, you're so.
1: good. You're good. I'm here. I'm just um, but yeah, the major league yabos over there. I mean, she played good in this too. I mean, you know, I mean, it is what it is. She's got giant hogs. She can't help it. You know, she's naturally blessed.
6: <laughs> well, be- before you, before you got on here, we were talking
1: about how insufferable all of the characters are in this film. See, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, of course, like I'm the only one like, like, that has to like defend, like most of like these, no, D- these Dave, counts, but... Dave was Dave's all for it. Well, good Dave. I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're a typical in good American company.
2: family, right? Just, yeah. just, just
1: remember. <laughs> so and, and, I, and I'll sad. say it again. And I'll, and I'll say it always who, who defended Halloween kills and who was right about Halloween kills in the end? Well, when, it,
6: <laughs> when you compare it you're to right, Halloween, it
3: absolutely. So yes. It, Halloween Halloween ends
6: Halloween ends so makes that. the Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre look good. So
1: Yeah, because we already <laughs> discussed that at least that <laughs> stays a little somewhat true to the character of Leatherface <laughs> where yeah. Halloween ends is just some fucking dude cosplaying as Michael Myers yeah and, and, and then you get
2: like and, geriatric michael myers hiding in the bushes and shit you know uh, uh.
1: fucking mike mikey wise over there coming out of the fucking sewer smelling oh, like yeah. foot ass and corn chips you know <laughs> but <laughs> whatever oh <laughs> oh that's such a oh rank like that vinegar <laughs> like like that piss and vinegar smell <laughs>
3: whoa
1: that's what i imagine the fucking mutants in this movie fucking smell like because they're out in the trailer park somewhere yeah <laughs>
6: Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Now, I did. I did think that you know, like when he walks through that the the mining tunnel and he comes out, and it's that you know it opens up and you've got all those houses and it's the testing ground mm-hmm. and it's got all of the 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 mannequins and the dummies and all that stuff and it's like these these families and the little dummies of the kids. Like, I'm an introvert, and if I was rich, like that would be the
1: city I would build. Like no. Nope, into- no people, just dummies. Mannequins. So, yeah. so very similar to the Indiana Jones and the, the Crystal Skull. The, yeah. that, that yeah. uh, the French scene. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. That movie doesn't exist in this dojo either. I know. One thing I remember <laughs> about the The Hills Have Eyes, and maybe it's because I worked at Sonko's when it came. Well, no, I didn't work at Soncos when it came out because it was after. It was the movie theater. I don't know if it was FYE or best buy somebody had like a special like bloody cover that actually had like the liquid for like the slip case so that when you moved it around like the blood oh, like, would, like pour. yeah it would actually yeah. like go up and down like on the case itself so i thought that was kind of cool too
2: yeah that is cool
1: yeah so yeah, yeah this suncoast
2: video did have some cool chachis i have one of the fargo snow globes yeah that came out. I remember With the that. i've got i've still got mine you and still have it of course it I still have it, but the water's all turned brown now. And it's, <laughs> but I, but I, I still, it's in the closet. It's, it's one of my most prized uh, movie chachkis. I remember yeah. when we had, and I, and I don't I, know why
1: I never bought it because yeah, I we're never gonna goals, open but... it up.
2: Imagine open it up and be like uh, Parker's blood test and the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the...
1: Remember when, when we had the, um, the Halloween snow globe, where Michael was outside of like the thing, and like on the inside was her on the couch, and when you shook it up, it was like the orange like, like <laughs> snowflakes. I really oh, regret cool. not fucking. Then we had we had a Freddy and we had a Jason one too. Never bought them and I probably should have. Yeah,
3: although, Suncoast. Although,
1: uh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I
6: was gonna say Suncoast to me, it was like Spencer's. <clears throat> like I never had money, but I would You're love right. to go there and just peruse and find all of these like hidden gems and shit.
1: I um remember what the hell was it? But I I did get one piece of like cool like remember and I I, I lost it in a and I'm moving. I regret it when i think it was diamond select released the like big ass like retro figures for the reservoir dogs back in like 2001 and it was right after 9 11 happened that we actually had to pull the marvin nash figure so like right away like they went up on you know on ebay like for crazy money because even back then like the fucking vultures and flippers were you know Mm -hmm. relevant so I mean, I could say it now because it doesn't matter because it's over 20 years and Stone Coast doesn't exist no more anyway. So we have like the fucking cooler store manager and I was the assistant at the time. And I was like, what do you want to do with this? I'm like, we have five of these. We have five people that work here that would 100% want these, me being one of them. He's like, "We were supposed to destroy it. And all he had to do was sign off on the paper that it was destroyed. That's Mm -hmm. it. No proof, nothing. So he was like, fuck it. He signed it, sent it. He's like, take one before you leave. <laughs> That's so, sweet Thought that was kind of cool that that we got to do that. So, um so yeah. Although with this movie, like I'm kind of surprised I have I that it I mean, I guess I'm not surprised cuz I guess based on what you guys are saying, it hasn't really aged well.
6: <laughs> well, it's like 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 I explained, you know, and, and I think Candy's the same way too is that we we watched this when right around the time when it first came out. And so much time had passed since then. And like I'd said, I remember the thing that struck me with this film was the brutality in it. Mm -hmm. But I think that from then to now, I've watched so many more brutal films that that brutality just didn't hold weight like it did back then. You know, yeah. and it's yeah. and it's like it, it. It seems to me like like a lot of it, especially the sexual assault thing, which I, I I know we're gonna end up talking about, but but the the sexual assault scene, like it's like it was there for shock value and shock value alone, and like I think that that's why the brutality was put in there for the shock value, and that's it. I mean, it was like you know, like the unedited version, like what Crystal said, was two minutes of yeah. extra footage yeah you know, well, that's the thing that's too. It. so
1: like that so that that was around that that's one big gripe that I have because that was around the time like when all these unrated cuts and movies were coming out around like the the time that this came out. it was like a minute and a half maybe right. three minutes and it wasn't anything really major. It was like extra like dialogue half the time right. It was all just a marketing play, but I mean, of course, like 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 a sucker, of course, we all we every single one of us have fallen for the unrated version. <laughs> I have time. the
6: unrated version, yeah. Cause then
1: it's like, oh, look what I have. Like, I mean, even now, I have the mm-hmm. I for the first time finally not too long ago just saw the Friday the 13th uncut from the original mm-hmm. movie that exists, and it's like a minute of extra footage, and it's just an extra like just slower on like on on, on Annie's death scene when the throat's getting slit. Right. It's there's nothing fucking major about it at all. Right. There's there's nothing that was like over the top gore no. that, that forced the young card. But
6: it's because some tight ass MPAA, you know, agent watched it and was like, oh nope, gotta cut that out, or we're gonna give that a an NC17. Yeah.
1: You're right over this, sis.
5: I my feet and ankles are swollen. If I showed you you guys would actually throw up. So yeah, I went okay. and walked barefoot okay. on the cold Ooh. garage floor for a minute because it kind of felt good. Sorry. No, it's like gross. I've been icing down my ankles the whole time. So I was like, I'm just gonna go walk on something cold. It's a after effect of my spine. Yeah, oh, dang. Bucks my feet up.
1: But um I don't know, like do you do you guys think this one is like ripe for the for the picking for another remake? Not another stab at it?
5: if they did i would no. prefer that they do something better with the story i feel like there's things that the 70s one actually got right and this made me realize that this recent watch of uh, this remake is that there are a couple things we had some better story in the 70s version not that it was great but it was still better and then i think you know keep the gore level on you know the same this is good it's really good gore um i like the action it's, it's much more actiony but we talked about how we were kind of getting bored. So it's like intersperse that with some decent fucking story So sort of take the two, combine them, but then up, up both of them a little bit.
1: Agreed.
2: You know, I, I think uh, one thing in this I wish this movie had uh, touched on more is you get the um, the sort of uh, the family, this, you know, white American family, obviously with with means and the father's an ex cop, you know, the American flag. They've got guns everywhere. And then the the mutant family, they're like this, you know, they're like the, the like the forgotten people of America, sort of left to just live on their own out in the desert. It's sort of a societal uh, message there. I wish we had expanded on a little. Even uh, Big Brain even says the quote I picked was, you know, you made us what we've become. And now, you know, we're going to fucking eat you. it's a, I, I wish we had got a little more of that sort of. Uh,
5: right. So it's like it's inferred. That's a missed opportunity.
2: They were, you know, rather than just being, you know, monstrously or hideously mutated, we could have a little more, you know, how they were forced to, like, you see through the newspaper clippings, you catch glimpses of on the walls of the uh, gas station and stuff. They were forced to, they refused to leave their homes. So the government comes and drives them off their land and they were forced to hide in the mines. So, you know, that's the story that you could tell in in, in an interesting, sympathetic way. Yeah. And I think that, you know, this
5: original (laughs) Hill's Have Eyes was made as sort of, Les Craven's answer to Texas Chainsaw, but Texas Chainsaw managed to do both really effectively, have the scares, but we do have the family. We have a little bit of story there.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean a
5: little bit of story.
4: I think it yeah. probably think- just helps with the pacing of the movie a little bit better as well. Cause we all sat there and said, you know, how, how action-packed, especially once it all sort of kicks off in this movie, how action-packed it is, you know, from that point on, when they start getting attacked all the way through to the end. You know, if mm-hmm. you just filtered in just a just a small amount, could have just helped with the pace of that second half of the film.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't know Ian was here. What's up, dude? I haven't seen you in fucking forever either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, that was like, that was like a nice little surprise. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit!
5: I thought you saw everybody on your screen. I, I no,
1: I only, saw, I only saw I only saw. Honestly, I, right now I can only see Sean, <clears throat> Dave, and Crystal, and Erica, and then you because you're on the because you're talking right now. So that's it. The hidden Scotsman. The hidden Scotsman.
3: <laughs> the sneak attack.
6: <laughs> well, I think I'm, you I'm know. In, for it, when when Candy and I before we got on here, we were talking about the uh, and I'll, I bring this up not to to give spoilers. Uh, when I was doing uh, gathering ammunition for shitty reviews, there were you know a lot of the reviews were about the sexual assault, and a lot of people were pretty upset about it. Um, rightfully so, you know. I mean that's.
5: But i made a point about it
6: and but you know when we talked about like the original um a lot of the gripes in the in the the comments were about the how it was there for shock value alone and they didn't really expound upon it like she got raped and then that was it yeah. and and there was no comeuppance from her i mean they all got their comeuppance but like she didn't get her vengeance whereas when you look at you know something like um I spit on your grave, you know, well, that's you have the whole this story right there. Okay. horrific rape scene, but then mm-hmm. the whole film is her getting her vengeance. You right. know, so, so there's, she gets some sort of, you know, closure come up and, you know, what have you. But Brenda, the only really only closure she really gets is at the end with the pickaxe on, uh, uh, Papa Jupe. And, he did, you know, you don't even really see him until the very end. Yeah. And what just, I
5: brought up was, you know, the people that are complaining about this, why aren't they complaining? It's it's pretty much the same as it was in the original film. That's exactly the same thing that happened. You know, she gets raped. I mean, it, it's just this, it wasn't necessary in that film either, but, but it's get a lot of complaints when we did shitty reviews for the original Les Craven version, you didn't hear a lot about it, but they're they're the complaints are here in this one, and I don't know why. I don't know if some of these people well, haven't seen the original and film.
6: And that's that's kind of the point that I had made to her is that I think a lot of the people that reviewed this on Letterbox didn't watch the original. Um, I mean, you, mm-hmm. my kids are great examples of you know they they'll love watching newer movies, but then you show them the older movies that we love, and they find them boring. Uh, right.
1: Because kids are
3: stupid.
1: (laughs) There's legitimately a person. I don't. I don't remember this. This dumb bitch's name. And I know to each (laughs) their own. Whatever. But she. Oh no. This was. This was some fucking dumb bitch from up north. From from our. (laughs) From our neighbors to the north, that caused an entire fucking like horror civil war on Instagram way back in the fucking day. Pretending to be the victim. So everybody kind of stuck up for her. There's that and the third. Then it turns out that. She doesn't know fucking thing, one, about fucking horror movies, and she kind of got pissed when we called her out when her exact words were, John Carpenter's Halloween is, quote, old and fucking boring. I prefer Rob Zombie's to that. And,
5: I mean, like, get the fuck. Yeah, yeah, like, you, look, like, care.
1: like, legitimately was like, yo, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, go. you have no business calling yourself a horror <laughs> fan.
2: Eric is like, looking behind her, like, oh shit. I,
5: I have no skin <laughs> in the game on any Halloween movies. I watch them because I have to, but you know when we talk yeah. about them. But I don't. Yeah. The only Halloween movie I've ever liked is three. And it's because it's so different. So, I don't know.
1: Okay. So, like, I, again, because I, you know, we, we've discussed the, the the Holy Bible, you know, different verses of for independent filmmakers. And Halloween, obviously, is one of the big ones because of what it accomplished on such a minuscule budget. Um, that being said, I do like the original a lot. I respect it for what it is. It 100% is a classic in every way, shape, and form, especially for what they did for very little money. Um, I'm with you. I love 3 because it's it's it was ballsy. And I liked it ever since I was a kid because it was ballsy enough to be different. Plus, po- point, plus pointing out stuff that we didn't realize until like the, the new uh, 4K came out where fucking you see Tommy Lee Wallace's shadow with the camera pointing at the window for Tom Atkins to climb through <laughs> in, the, in the one scene. But um, uh, you know, I've always said of, of the Halloween, I, and I catch a lot of flack for this one, uh, 2018. 2018's of of those of, of the Michael Myers like movies. Yeah,
5: Michael Myers doesn't do it for me. I get disinterested.
1: Oh, I know you're you're one Frederick Charles Krueger over there. I'm all about the so. Freddy Krueger.
5: That's that's the villain for me.
1: And and then for me it's the it's the Mongoloid Mama's boy that can't swim. <laughs>
2: that scene that scene scared the piss out of me. I didn't see it coming, and for years I had nightmares about that.
1: Oh, when he came out of the water
2: or yeah I, and i, yeah. I remember because i went and saw it in the theater and i think i had let my guard down and that's one of the great jump scares in movie history as far as i'm concerned because it caught me off guard i think i had looked away from the screen and i was just looking back and i swear to you nightmares for years from that
0: you know this this movie had a good jump scare it jumped about a half a foot off of
2: it. yeah she did <laughs> it was yeah. It the Which... part where
0: Lynn kind of
2: draws her breath in no, and it was when like somebody just came up to a window.
0: I think Bobby banged on the yeah. window. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. She was Bobby, like, oh my god, fuck me.
2: <laughs> well, I yeah. think a lot of it has to do with like if you're like you, you're not paying quite enough attention, and then you look back at the right time. Those jump scares. So,
5: let me ask you, like, did you think it was necessary? Because, and I feel like they just did it for shock value to like get you to jump. But like when Lynn draws in that breath, when Doug's holding her dead body. Because you know, she's got like part of her fucking yeah. head missing. She draws on that breath and says something. and it's like that wasn't necessary. It
2: seemed unnecessarily it seemed cruel seemed. to me. And the, and one of the you know the, uh, the all the gore in this movie there's some un, there's some, some upsetting gore, but the scene, the really brief scene when when a lizard points the revolver at the baby. Yeah. I had a hard yes. time with that because because he had just shot the mother and, and I guess he just shot the older sister and you're thinking, are they gonna go there? Right. We weren't sure at this point. I wasn't sure they weren't not going to go there.
0: Right,
2: and I, I thought that was
5: very uh, unsettling. To pointing to see a revolver, a revolver
2: that he's obviously perfectly willing to use. Well, he hadn't shot the, he hadn't shot the mother and the sister yet, had he? He's not call- the mom no, he already- anyway yeah. anyway but that that yeah. and it's just a brief shot but i thought wow that's you know they went for it at least i mean they didn't- yeah because because there's there's that brief moment isn't there like you say he
4: shot the mom he's he's done the he's he, you know I, I think he's he's raped brenda at this point and, and then, then you hear the baby leg. crying and it's right. like oh and you do have that like, oh, oh shit shit right. kind of moment don't you yeah. Yeah. When
5: kind of goes for it with yeah. him. i thought the, the women were a lot braver than the men
1: No, 100%. 100%. And that that also goes into the whole final girl territory, too. But
2: they didn't
5: make it. Well, I mean, Brenda does, but
2: you know. The Pluto mutant has an interesting scene, too, when they first hear the baby crying, that when he goes over and he starts sort of petting the baby and he gets a sort of innocent. Sort of wonderment look, which is I thought was interesting. Sort of take, he's he's sort of an innocent idiot himself, and he he had no malice towards the baby at all. He just was like, Oh, a baby, you know,
1: it was was all like he was all like like cooling with it and stuff, right? Like he was all like making like little cutesy faces, yeah. Which
7: that
1: was which candy, I don't know, you know, um, Michael Bailey Smith that's who played that that mutant, he was the super Freddy in Nightmare 5. Mm -hmm. Yep, (laughs) (laughs) and that we hunt down some rabbit holes and, and also <laughs> plays dan in the beginning during the uh the, the sex scene during the opening with with you know when alice and dan are making the baby that's actually michael Bailey smith also oh
3: no yeah well <laughs> no. when
1: that's i when funny. i interviewed danny has because him and i kind of know each other too but we talked about that I was like so what was that like and he's like yeah i don't know he's like that wasn't me he's like that, <laughs> that was the dude that played super freddy he's <laughs> like the whole time that was him <laughs> he's <laughs> like he's like didn't you realize how fucking ripped that dude was he goes i'm not <laughs> <laughs>
6: Well, when I was diving through the trivia on this, they talked about the scene with the revolver and the baby, and they said they had a hard time shooting that because the baby kept playing with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> of
2: course, because it's an American baby. That's yeah. right. Yeah, there you go, right? Mm-hmm. little pocket constitution and a revolver.
1: Come on. A Republican. <laughs> well, baby the baby with was with all the, like America.
5: The baby, uh, you know, in the original film with Ruby, you know, she's very integral to the plot and to save the mm-hmm. baby. She wants to save the baby. And obviously she wants to hear, but since we don't have any really any information on Ruby, we know her name and that she took Bobby's jacket. But, you know, for somebody who doesn't know the story of Ruby, it's kind of like there, there would be a hesitation. Like, what is she going to do with that baby? You know, cause um when, um, she you know, she's over there with the baby. she seems reluctant to give want to give the baby to Doug. You know, but we don't really know much about Ruby. So I guess maybe that that could be confusing to people who don't who haven't seen the first movie. I don't know because I don't live in that world where I hadn't seen the first movie, you know, but I wonder if that's confusing to people who've only seen this movie. like maybe it would give them more of like, is the baby okay? What you know, obviously she dives and saves, you know but it's like I don't know. I, I just really wish we, we would have done more with Ruby in this. I liked I liked her yeah. character, but I just wanted
2: more. Yeah, the only character development of her is when she sits with Bobby. He's unconscious on the desert floor, and she sits with him. And then she's playing with his blood. The only way she was, I think she was caressing his face tenderly. I don't think she was playing with his blood. <laughs> I think she was playing with his blood. That was kind of sweet. That's gross. And uh, yeah. Robert Joy, who plays Lizard, he's a I looked him up and I've seen him in some others. He's just an incredible character actor. He's You're one of those actors say, yeah. that he, he yeah. disappears into the role. He's such a good actor. He was um in Land of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: he's severely uh, underrated. Which I like I more think. than most
2: people, but he's so good in that too. Yeah.
5: I found yeah. that I'm in the minority because I don't like Land of the Dead.
2: I thought
1: it was. I, 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 kind I, of
2: like I, I thought did. it was. Fine. I thought it was fine. It was nice to see Romero finally get a budget. He did kind of whiz it down his leg a little bit. He, I think I he wish went a little. I
5: <laughs> not had the budget because I think we would have gotten a better. Plus, move I think anyway. Romero was
2: uh, Romero was better when he was forced to work under a tight budget. That's mm-hmm. when his creativity yes. came out. I think yeah. when he they gave him so much money, he just like pissed it everywhere. Just you
1: know, yes, so a lot thank of you.
2: Thank you. Yes. I don't know. I I, 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 I love the money. I
1: love the scene in that movie with Dennis Hopper and John Leguizamo. That's that's like one of my favorite yeah. scenes in that entire fucking yeah, you movie.
2: You put you put Dennis Hopper and John Leguizamo in any movie. I'll watch just the two of them. You know, having coffee together. That'd be amazing. Yeah, you know for what? Let's, let's, not, let's
1: not forget what other movie they did together. That fucking also became a cult movie that people still shit on and rightfully so. <laughs>
5: Mario, super like, mario brothers that's right oh,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: because it, because because for some reason koopa had finger waves like missy elliott
3: in that movie. Yes. <laughs>
1: and i always forget too the guy that that directed this movie i was like butch up his name is it alexander awesome. Ajaj, Directed another remake that i really like too <laughs> fucking piranha <laughs>
2: Yeah. Piranha, I, like I am, I am not up. a
1: shit to admit. I love fucking Piranha 3D. No, I thought, I thought Piranha great. 3D was fucking great. And it he was... directed
2: Crawl. I really enjoyed Crawl. Yeah, I Crawl thought that was was yeah. Yeah. it was, was great, yeah. yeah.
3: too. I my like Crawl.
2: Crawl. <laughs> Crawl was one of those movies that is e- exactly what they said it's going to be. It's going to be a bunch of alligators eating a bunch of people.
1: But I really love Piranha, man. Because, like, honestly, here's the funny thing, too, is, like, I had the choice to go see either Avatar when it got re-released at the time or Piranha 3D. Because they both opened the same day. And I'm like, come on. Come Verodice. on, what, 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 what? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, come on. Yeah. I mean, the fact, gonna... And then I mean, I got a little more than I bargained for because I not only do I see uh the uh, fucking porn star Gianna Michaels getting her fucking legs bit off, and, you know, <laughs> hanging hang ten on the on the on the parachute, but um, which I have a really yeah. funny story about when I met her at Chiller talking about that. Um, but Jerry O'Connell, fucking Vern from Stand By Me, and also from Scream Two, got his cock bit mm-hmm. off, and then you see the fucking cock floating in 3D. <laughs> And <laughs> then eaten
7: and, and then vomited out by one yeah. of the <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah It was like like of they course, as as soon as that happened, I was like, you know, I immediately did not regret my decision to not see Avatar instead, <laughs> just yeah. for that alone.
3: <laughs> we need to eventually. Cover we, yeah, do. we do we really and do and
1: eventually did see avatar and i almost fell asleep and i i love james cameron but candy and i talked privately because um amber and i saw titanic in 3d a couple weeks ago when it when it got like the full re-release and mm-hmm. um while it was completely unnecessary it still holds up that that film <clears> is, <throat> that was james cameron's last go because that avatar oh, is yeah. like a definite like fucking To me, like, I don't know, Avatar is to James Cameron what that Fableman's movie is to Spielberg. It's a total vanity project.
6: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, Titanic is not like my type of movie, but I got to tell you, every time it gets to that scene where the old couple like snuggle up
2: with the the water, dude, dude, the the bomb with her. The
1: Irish, yeah, very.
2: And when
1: Janet Goldstein. Uh,
2: You're right. We talked about her.
1: She, in, uh, when she's talking to the kids, basically Mere like, get, yeah, you're 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 about to go to heaven, basically. Yeah, so get rid of like, That's
2: we, we talked about near dark. She just disappears into the character, and she's usually in just small parts, but is amazing. Just yeah. brings it. She, she's an incredible actress. Yeah, she was fucking uh, in uh, Aliens. question. <clears> that, <throat> that's that's have said. you ever been mistaken <laughs> for a man? No, have you? <laughs> 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 fucking greatest burn in the history of movies. I think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But um, yeah, I don't know. I piranha 3D is another. I don't know. I, I like this guy's film category. film um, c- cinema. V- v- how the fuck you say? Yeah. CV? Well, high Tension tension's fucking amazing. High, high tension. No, I have great. Never seen that.
2: We're gonna watch that this well, week. Yeah, I've never well, seen high tension. It's
1: always
5: High great. tension is fun, right. but don't don't be like counting on the story to make sense.
1: It's it, not at <laughs> no. all. But <laughs> but it's I mean, a great movie. It it just trust yeah. it sticks the landing. Yeah. That that's all yes. you need to know.
0: Yes, it does.
1: Yeah, it sticks the landing, Dave. So.
5: so I wanna jump in, and I want to get everybody's thoughts on the ending. Um, because I'm I'm confused as to what I'm supposed to feel about the ending um of this film. Like, so you know, we Brenda does the whole let's get out of here. If they set the trap, they you know, whatever, they've got the baby, the the mutants are dead. Let's get out of here. Like okay, is this a good ending? Like, everybody's going to be okay? Or, you know, are they delusional? I'm like, how did you guys feel about this ending? Because I wrote in all caps how I fucking felt about it. I promise you.
3: (laughs) All caps. I was like, Jesus
5: Christ, I'm I'm stuck on all caps.
6: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, real quick, let's face it. They're in the middle of the fucking desert, right? When they had shelter and water and all of that stuff, they weren't going to be okay, even if there wasn't a mutant family out there, right? Um, you had guys walk opposite directions. Obviously, couldn't get any help. So, and that was that was when they had food for the baby. Now the the baby doesn't have a breast to feed on. Um, they don't have mm-hmm. food. They don't have water. Everything that they've owned has been destroyed, and they have you have know, shelter, right? And so when I we're get just
5: cold in the desert.
6: Yeah. Let's just, let's get out of here, right? But then it ends with the, the whole binocular scene. So that right there like, is to, the, uh... you know, it's it's basically saying like, they're not fucking going anywhere.
1: <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like for that, um, I mean, I, I I honestly just took the ending as a, okay, we're obviously setting up for a sequel because they had already had high hopes. It, it did have a very positive, believe it or not, word of mouth before it hit because, I mean, it was already screening at like you know the the different horror film festivals and whatnot, and you know like the early buzz on it, I, but you know was actually very positive, coming out of those screenings. So I maybe think that the studio called an audible, and maybe switched it up to kind of set up for a sequel. Which, by the way, I'm, I don't know if you guys have brought it up yet. Do we know who we y'all know who owns this? Right? It is a Disney film. Fox. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because it is yeah. on Disney Plus. It is a Disney fucking film. That's funny. Hey. Yeah.
7: Okay.
1: So yeah. Well, again, I mean, are we really surprised? I mean, remember they had to mention a Miramax back in the day. So like they had Michael yeah. Myers, they had yeah. Scream, they had um, Hell Hellraiser. So the Mouse mm-hmm. House had fucking Hellraiser. So. And they still have it because they just released that that reboot on on Hulu. Yeah. Which I couldn't get into. I tried. Yeah, I heard that. But it was not that. great. I mean, I'm also not a big Hellraiser fan either, but you know, I, I do appreciate the first one for what it yeah, is. Yeah, I like the first two. Second one's too like entertaining. I like the first
5: two. Yes, I like the first The,
1: two. the, the third one is like kind of so bad that it's good. You I know, kinda, I've got enough
2: I, sexual hangups. I don't need the movie giving me more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Hellraiser it? never That's my favorite thing. Oh,
0: I love Hellraiser. I already
2: oh. have a hard enough time. I don't know. I've know.
1: always said my favorite <laughs> Clyde Barker movie is uh, Nightbreed. Mm,
4: yes. <laughs> a lot of people say that. I didn't okay. hate the Hellraiser reboot. I thought it looked visually really nice, but yeah, there's
2: definitely a lot of luck. Well, so I'm luck saying because you know. could tell I'm like they, of you know, I think
5: of Candyman.
2: Yeah, that, that's well, what I think that's where I have come down. Just Candyman. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean to be fair though, with the Hellraiser reboot, even kind of what you know, kind of what what Ian was saying, um, Disney threw a bunch of money at it, and they were just like, "Go ahead, see let let's see what sticks. Like make make it look good, but let's fuck fuck the substance of the movie." I mean, it's it's a lot better than some of those sequels. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's I mean, I'm, but 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 am yeah. I'm gonna say like I mean that's that's like saying you know.
6: Well, it's, I mean, the same thing with Phantasm series, you know, it's like the first two are great,
1: but then you start to get into like, you shit. I have yet shit. to see three, four and to this day. I've never seen three, four, ugh. five, just because I, like, just, I, I feel like I'm not missing anything with any of them. I
6: mean, it is. It's no different than my beloved uh, Return of the Living Dead. The first three. I love them. The you last mean the first two. The third one is great. It is no, a
1: great not. love story. It's not. Oh, the The third, mm-hmm. the third one's a fun movie. Oh, I love For what it is.
7: It, it's only like cool because of the fetish factor. Like, I feel like the movie itself kind of sucks. No,
1: I mean, it's it's, it's a shitty the, movie, but like it's still it's watchable. All the body,
7: you're seeing stuff that's cool, but you have to sit through a lot of bullshit to get to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
3: guess.
7: No,
5: no. So does anybody want to weigh in on the ending? I think it's
0: shit. And I think it's shit. <laughs> Because, like, uh, you know, you've got to find a boy here who Doug is just not the the best
2: character. He's not I mean, the hero we need.
0: He, no, no. He's like a hero because he was forced to be like, oh, I think I care about my kid. Um, but, you know, I'd rather give credit to the dog that made it out at the end because the dog really is star of the day. Um, but <laughs> I don't understand how these these kids think that. They're going to get out of the damn desert. um, And they blew up every fucking (laughs) day. Like, you know, I didn't mention this, but I spent 10 minutes of this film earlier with David talking about, my parents had a Suburban and it was yellow and white and the seats in it were gold, same year as the ones in the film. And David's like, what? Um, But I was more excited to tell David about the Suburban than this film. But uh, this ending doesn't... this this is not Mm-mm.
2: no. I just kept thinking of Elliot Gould in Ocean's Eleven. He's like, "Lest you forget, you're still in the middle of the fucking desert."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I know um the other West Craven remake, which I also thought was very well. The Last House on the Left gets shit on for that ending, but at least that ending made more sense. Yeah,
0: I like the last even House even the last. even even though the it didn't really so, the, the, the
1: microwave. Yeah. No, but still. <laughs> just suspend disbelief. I mean, when the guy that kills Sam Lee <laughs> is the hero, there, there's your there, there's your ghost reference, and not that shitty fucking <laughs> European band. The, the actual good movie. Which, oh,
3: yeah, I, I,
1: I, I went there. Um, <laughs> again, I mean that 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 ending it, it had a it had a, had a closure at least. The, this one it just it was just too open ended which is fine i get it because that's they they knew there was going to be yeah, a sequel
0: you, right you could tell they were setting up what? for a sequel but
4: they didn't do a good job you, you can still have a more closed ending and still have a sequel
0: yeah
5: i mean right. I, I i don't i don't i don't think, I don't, I don't think the this was the,
1: i don't think this was i mean to me this this didn't this didn't reek of the screenwriter or wes craven or the director this seemed like fox like really had their hands in this and they were like no we're, money gonna make, people, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're gonna make a fucking, this is this is just before disney obviously bought them but they were like oh this is gonna be a fucking franchise that we're gonna we're gonna have our own little horror franchise you know what i mean i mean yeah i believe mean- they
5: need two more movies and they were both just increasingly
1: wait was there low- a third one too
5: I think so. Oh wow! I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, I thought I've seen it before, but I may be wrong and just making shit up at this point um, because I'm so wrong. Well, but, to, be, um, to
1: be to be fair, too, I mean, you got to you got to figure at the time. Remember, this is like when studios were were oh looking for like tentpole franchises, be it you know like a Fast and Furious or a Marvel or a DC or even like a horror franchise to kind of piggyback off of, and you know, Fox really only had Alien and Predator, but they were so lukewarm, especially the Alien movies at that point when they were coming out, because Predator was still doing, like, somewhat decent, because, I mean, those are more action films, more than horror. I mean, yeah, they're no, horror. No, they only but... did
5: one sequel. Okay, I was wrong.
1: Okay, but, but still, I, I feel like maybe, like, after, like, like the, the reception for that second one, they were like, fuck this, it's dead in the water at this point. Because I know for a fact, I was telling Sean, like, um, the Best Buy, or, or if it was FY, one of them had, like, the special, like, blood like slip cover where I would like for this. So like they did very well with DVD sales. It did well when it was like on basic cable and shit. So I mean, it was enough to warrant the sequel, which I don't know what happened, how they abandoned. You abandoned all hope that goes through this door for the sequel. But <laughs> like, what the hell? I mean, th- honestly, like even as, as a filmmaker, this is why I've been very adamant and candy and I have spoken privately. And I know Sean, you know what's going on with this. We're very adamant, like by the time we actually get to make our film here, we're not doing the fucking sequel. We want nothing to do with the sequel. Then, and, and the Hills Have Eyes Part Two is exactly fucking why. As as a prime well, exam. in both
5: cases, because the sequel to the original film was also unnecessary and bad. Um, and it was unnecessary and bad in a different mm-hmm. way. But I don't know this. This ending, I feel like it would have been better if it were darker, like intentionally fucking darker. I yeah. mean, binoculars are not. That's fine. But, like, like just sort of that realization, like, we did all this, we got our revenge, and now we're going to fucking die. Like, get in there. Make me feel horrific about this. I think it would have added to the film the fact that it's just, let's get out of here. We're going to link hands, and, oh, there's binoculars. I mean, no, I wanted to feel dark as fuck.
1: Let me ask you this. Would you have felt a little bit different had it have maybe been a little bit, had a, had a touch of camp to it, like how the Piranha remake did?
5: No, this movie, it, it, the only thing that is good about this movie is the fact that it's not camp. The fact mm-hmm. that it's gritty and realistic, like with the gore and 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 what happens in it is just dark and 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 gritty, nasty, dirty. It just feels real to add camp to that is is like coming at two different locations it's not going to work. So to be camp, they would have had to tone down that realistic.
1: That's but, that, but that's what I mean like what if for. what if it was like how Basically, so you know how like the Texas Chainsaw remake is great because it's very like it's 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 grounded in reality more. It's it's very truer to like, you know, like that 70s like grindhouse, but I'm like you feel dirty even watching it. But how on the flip side a lot of us and me especially love Texas Chainsaw Massacre too.
7: I do too, actually. Right. And
1: it's like super well, campy, yeah, but I mean, it's still over-the-top and, like, whatever, do you think if they maybe would have taken, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 approach with this, would that have worked better? In the beginning, like... This from, entire like, movie? like, if the entire movie was maybe done more like, like a Texas Chainsaw 2 style type of film, do you think maybe from, like, from like Jump Street at that point would no, it have No, I don't
5: more? think it would have worked, because at the, you gotta think about the time period that this remake was done. That's not... It wasn't in vogue. I think it would have missed its audience. Could it have been good? Maybe but i think like you're not talking about it's not building off of a strong movie in the first place True. like whereas texas chainsaw massacre where you're talking about a fucking classic hills divide is not a classic it's not revered like that so i think they took mm-hmm. the right approach but then to end it on that note, i it just it it kind of fucks up the movie for me
1: i don't i don't think it detracts enough from it though to to i mean it it definitely it, does hurts. For me, it, it hurts it hurts but it doesn't like kill the, the entire movie i mean it's still one of the stronger remakes to come out at that during like the the, the remake craze at it's that time. That's true, right? but
5: I mean, basically, after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's all downhill anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, there I mean, there, there's there's a couple here and there that that do stick out, but you're right because I mean, every every week there was a new one coming out, it and they're all was, trying to
5: recapture that, and nobody could effectively. But it, 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 but it but it was like the shitty. Out again. It, was,
1: it was like a shitty eighties, like like from like that that boom. When it was like the slasher craze, or every weekend there was a new slasher that half of them, half of us probably haven't even seen. But you know, every every weekend there was another remake. Whether it was prom night, whether it was fucking fright night, whether it was this, whether it was that,
0: and none of them were good.
1: Well, I, I mean, you know, on of, the you
0: know, on the
6: flip side, you know, I mean, because of of The Hills Have Eyes, we got Wrong Turn, which turned out to be a fucking classic,
2: right? Yeah, haven't yeah, seen yeah, I like the remake on that one. Yeah, I thought the remake was not bad. A little weird at the end, boy. It took a little left turn at the end. I was like, what the fuck?
6: I guess nobody got my... I, Candy must have not heard me. I was... I was, I was
5: getting a gumball and it was loud.
6: I was trying to be <laughs> facetious. I said, I said, without the Hills Have Eyes, we wouldn't have gotten the classic wrong turn. <laughs>
5: oh
4: god I didn't like that movie at all didn't we review that just, yeah, yeah we excoriated we, 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 that we were,
1: we were not very complimentary <laughs> about it we were Where? not
5: very nice about wrong There's turn the,
1: fucking, the best scene <laughs> in that movie is when like the, the one dude was with the shovel when he kills Sloan from fucking Entourage <laughs> Entourage <Yeah, laughs> that, was, that was the only like good part of that movie otherwise that movie fucking blue donkey cock <laughs>
5: failed to see any
1: good very movie. very specific with your choice of cock right? I, I i i had <laughs> to go there because you know the, the donkey show on Clark's too you know i was talking about that before with somebody
6: yeah well candy did you you had some uh feedback from twitter did you want okay,
5: to i do that is there anything anybody would like to say about this film at all
2: Right. Uh, just real quick you you candy you mentioned earlier about sometimes when you're watching a movie that you haven't seen in a while and you remember liking it maybe when you were a kid I think sometimes it helps to like try to remember what you were like then I recently went down a rabbit hole on Tubi with all these old Toho Kaiju movies like War of the Gargantuans <laughs> and I remember loving them as a kid and I'm watching them at laying in bed watching these things and I'm thinking these movies are fucking stupid <laughs> but I'm still but I'm still enjoying them because I'm picturing eight-year-old me watching these on right. Sunday morning, especially like more of their gargantuas and like destroy all monsters, all these old Toho, uh, Toho kaiju movies. I think sometimes it, it does help if you try to remember back what it was, what you were like. Yeah. Being more now, innocent. See,
6: And it's funny you say that. Cause when we watched um, uh, monster squad,
2: I
5: warned you,
6: and that was that was kind of the idea that I was going for when I rewatched it, yeah. and I just it just didn't hold hold water for me. But going back and rewatching the last Starfighter after uh, years great, and years yeah, of not I seeing fucking it,
1: love that movie, and man. That,
6: yeah. Oh, I love that movie so much. But it did why, why, watching why didn't watching that, get that get us m- equal? watching that movie took me back to eight year old me sitting Indian style, you know, in front of the TV, just mesmerized, you know. Yeah.
2: And anything with Robert Preston is worth watching. I was oh, saying,
5: yeah. The Music Man's my favorite thing yeah. in the
2: world. Yeah. Robert Preston. Sorry. The Wells Fargo wagon is.
1: A- I, I have. Okay, oh, have- so I've, I've been kind of reluctant to say it. So, like, I kind of have a little bit of a different memory for this movie. So, I, I took about three different girls on three different dates to go see this shit when it first came out. Dude, and- if at first you don't
2: succeed, pimpin,
1: pimpin. Well, because, <laughs> you know, back then I was pimp stat. I still am, but whatever. Um,. <laughs> I, um, during, during one of them, I'm not going to say which, um, say it may, may got some brains during the movie in the theater.
6: <laughs> Did you do the whole dick through the popcorn?
1: No, I didn't even have to. I just, no, not even that. I'm just telling her my my popcorn. All of a sudden it was just like, whoop. I was like, all right. <laughs> Shit, like give a Fuck. <laughs> All so right. This movie is this a little different for me. From you're other- like, you're
2: missing the
5: best part of the movie. I just remember being pregnant <laughs> no, that, with my son. That so, my the best a part bit of the more movie. wholesome.
1: <laughs> I'll talk <laughs> with you about Being
5: pregnant with my son, thinking, wow, I'm pregnant and I got a six year old. Uh, I'm going to watch this scary movie.
1: And this is why no one's going to give us money for this movie because I say shit like this on this show. <laughs> <laughs> this this is why.
5: <laughs> <laughs> my, my, Of course, pregnancy was completely divine. <laughs> Didn't have any sex to
3: get pregnant. Yeah, of. see, like, uh, like, it was, I, like Nico, it was like the I want, film,
2: I want your film to be successful, just so I can watch you on like the talk shows trying to defend this.
1: Right? Like, yeah. I want to go on Howard Stern, really. Like that's that's I'm really the goal. To go on way. Howard, to so ask him, be like, oh, so Jibril? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like constantly, <laughs> that's
2: what I, I want to watch you squirm.
1: <laughs> squirm, I guess. Actually, we 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 actually are working on something with this. Um, I can't really we can't really talk about it yet, right? Because like we're still putting some finishing touches but like we may have like an awesome development like shortly or something yes so like, right. I don't I don't I don't Sean probably knows because Sean's in the know I, haven't,
5: I haven't told him anything yet he hasn't
1: told okay. me yet all right I'm anxious Sean, to find out all, all I'm gonna tell you is the food is a little funny at the clown cafe
3: yeah oh
1: no oh shit so that's all I'm gonna oh, tell you you're gonna all make right it a-
6: now <laughs> now I'm anxious so yeah
5: so anyone else before I share um, what we got on social media?
6: No, I'm anxious to hear it. I mean, how, how do you go
1: you you top getting topped on there? I mean, yeah. hand, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ew. Sorry.
5: <laughs> okay, so we do our shitty reviews, but before we do that, and before we do our reviews, I like to see what everyone has to say about this, um, our listeners. Um Hinge the rabbit. I'm not going to say your whole name. Uh, Fun fact, uh, based on the supposedly true story of the Sonny Bean family that attacked people in Scotland in the 1600s, most West Craven films are loosely based on true stories. Thank you for your fun fact. Um, Josh Eppard, fantastic movie, a home run in my opinion. Dissect that film, uh, fellow horror podcast. It's one of the most effed up films I remember seeing as a teen. Leaves me... Uh, Leaves very little to the imagination and surpasses what the original did. Also, Aja is a great horror director. Sometimes.
7: Except for mirrors. That sucks. Oh, mirrors fucking Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes.
5: Keisha Renee says very well done. All the madness happened right out there in the sun and just like. In the original, I can sort of believe it happened. You can't force everybody to move, and weird mess can happen. I I don't know. That's what they said. Tough scenes to watch. Very gritty, but well done. Real early podcast. That would be Larry.
3: Larry.
5: Larry. Larry. He just said, never seen it. This would be a great reason to see it, so I can listen to the great discussion. Larry's a good guy. Mm -hmm. Great guy. He's going to watch it just so he can talk to us and chat about it. (laughs) Salt (laughs) of the earth yep
1: that's like mjf from adw dude
5: and podcast in the woods so boomer says it is at times uncomfortable crazy thrill ride with an ending that makes you shout out fuck yeah metal as fuck
3: that's fair <laughs> <laughs> all right boomer all
5: right. chad legler 86 says terrible didn't like the remake at all big fan of Wes craven but not in the film but not this film. The original is by far my favorite, especially with Michael Berryman. You just can't replace his amazing performance as Pluto. And just the unsettling story in the original, the remake didn't capture it. I, I love agree. Michael Berryman. Michael Berry. Berryman.
7: I feel like is Michael good. Berryman. He's the only thing about the original I liked, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah.
5: Yeah, Michael Berryman's so fucking cool. Like, just the interviews with him, he seems really fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, super nice guys. And then the last one's from Ren, who will be coming on to the show for Dolls. Um, and we just set that up today. Rin's a longtime listener, listens to a podcast of, uh, of the Dams, podcasting was friends with all of us. Rin yeah. says, one of the ultra rare remakes I like more than the original. Craven laid out the groundwork. Asha made the film all it should have been. Deeply disturbing and ultra violent with better acting and production. Excellent blend of practical and CGI where needed. Eight out of 10. So Nice. Mostly favorable. But I'm kind of a uh, team chat on that one for the most part where it's like yeah the orig- it's not as good as the original and the original wasn't good in the first place so we'll <sighs> <laughs> get to my review later I guess
6: all right <laughs> but before that crystal So we're going to start out like always with the, uh, rotten tomato scores. Um, critics gave this 52% and the audience gave it a whopping 58. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, our first one comes from RJ. Fuck this gross ass movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Luis says, fucking hate this movie. Turned my computer off when the sexual assault scene started. First, why the fuck did they do Brenda so dirty? It's so unbelievable how things started happening. Absolutely nobody checked on her. People who make movies like this should be locked up. (laughs) (laughs) Nick says, uh, Wes Craven wishes he could have put mid-2000s new metal and weird incestuous vibes into his movies. (laughs) Abby says, uh, you're telling me I paid money to rent this?
3: Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> trevora says a gross film that supports the idea that people who do not look like you are dangerous and scary
2: that that's what i was talking about earlier with this movie. that's yeah. that's 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 a theme that they should have expounded on more yeah yeah um
6: Somebody. joey pig says something i agree with the baby was the smartest one in the whole damn movie
3: yes <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> um Nico, this is from Isaac. How the fuck did was this shit allowed on Disney Plus? <laughs>
7: <laughs> that is funny.
6: Uh Nina, fuck this movie. That's it.
7: <laughs> oh, okay. Very sweet.
6: Uh Shay only gave it half a star for the doggo. Uh, <laughs> Luis gave it a half star. I need therapy again.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Again uh
6: kiki what the actual fuck is this movie
2: thank
0: you
6: and let's see hanito the hills have eyes but i don't i ripped them off after seeing this piece of shit i don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> you said, you said kiki and all i heard was that fucking drake song in my head kiki. I, I, I work ah. with a kiki so, so i hear kiki. it all the time you love me.
5: <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard a Drake really? song.
1: You might have and not realized it. Yeah, he, yeah. Also does, he, also does, he also does R and B too. So he doesn't mm-hmm. also, you know, he doesn't try to do mumble rap all the time. Yeah, I'm uh, sure you have.
7: Oh. Sean, like I don't think I've ever heard a-, a Taylor. Oh Slip yeah, song that's even. right.
6: That's oh, yeah. right. Erica had a Erica had a, a, a shitty review
7: from our uh, friend Roger Ebert yeah um not surprisingly so uh roger ebert.com has a review for this movie gives it one and a half stars and nah. i'm not gonna read the whole review but just a highlight is nobody in this movie has ever seen a dead teenager movie and so they don't know one you never go off alone two you <laughs> especially never go off alone at night and three you never follow your dog when it races off barking insanely Because you have more sense than the dog. It is also possibly not a good idea to walk back to the wrong gas station to get help from the degenerate who sent you on the detour in the first place. (laughs)
3: <laughs> All good hindsight, points. You know what they say
6: Have I ever agreed with Roger Ebert? This is fucking weird. No,
5: remember we we <laughs> did one time.
7: I can't remember there what was, movie it was. I yeah, should have marked it as the momentous occasion. <laughs> but we were like, Yeah, he makes a good point there. <laughs>
2: yeah.
6: It was probably about hard rock zombies or something.
2: No. But, God, no. I've got a collection, of a, a book that's a collection of Roger Ebert's negative reviews, and when he hates a movie, he was he, so funny. His yeah. negative reviews are hilarious. Well, my yeah. favorite
5: is with, with him and Gene Siskel when they did Maniac, Maniac and they, because they yeah. had that show on TV, and they are no. like, do will see this movie because <laughs> it has like a grotting, and it has a strangulation, and a head getting blown up, and they show it on TV. Like,
3: yeah. don't yeah,
5: see it, and I'm like, <laughs> Are you fucking stupid? That's my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. I fucking love it.
1: Well, they also Roger gave Eber, um,
2: Roger Ebert was the Christopher Hitchens of bad of reviewing bad movies, just brutal, it just was
3: just,
2: seen <laughs> just eviscerating bad, and I loved it.
1: Didn't he? Um, didn't he give out um, does Betsy Palmer's um address like on the air for the Friday the Thirteenth review? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, did He did yeah. for that too. Yeah, that was early. Yeah.
2: What, are
5: they, what are they called they Squire. were fucking that, Like. They were so extreme they kind of remind me of like these Christian fundamentalist extremists type where it's like they're so extreme they d- they don't realize like they're doing exactly what they they say they're not going to do. Oh,
1: like, yeah, they that hate
5: works. so so much that you know that they end up becoming the thing that they hate.
1: I don't know. It was it was actually funnier like when they would disagree on movies when one would love one and one would hate it. That, that I remember one, like, them yeah. fighting about
5: Saturday Night Fever, also one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> just it. Roger Evers like, "You're stupid," and I'm like, "Somehow, you're both right."
3: <laughs> I love Saturday Night Fever, but I
5: also hate it.
2: Yeah,
5: I
3: like this
2: though. I knew that you
5: could. <laughs> so let's talk about things I don't like. So I always about, go first about. on reviews. <laughs>
3: um,
5: I struggle with a number because um, <laughs> I don't. I, I was trying to figure out, like, mathematically um do I rate this higher or lower than the original Hills have eyes because I was pretty mean to that movie Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm having regret um that I maybe should have been nicer um because I still want to do that show where we change some of our scores like looking back like I would change that score but anyway um I gave this six out of ten wasted bullets um (laughs) what was the point of Doug asking how many bullets do you have left? You know why? Because we're going to shoot them all into the ground and hit them with pickaxes. and stuff. Like, what was the point of that? <laughs> you had good bullets that you could have shot. Okay.
3: Good.
5: <laughs> I have a lot of those kind of questions with this movie. Like, I like the way it looks. I, I just wish I could go back to being, you know, 26 years old. Actually, 27. Um, I'm watching this movie again. It, it, and just, uh, you know, being whoever that person was, because uh, I liked it a lot and I really hadn't revisited. Well, I watched the remake of Texas Chainsaw all the time and the original Texas Chainsaw because I watched that all the time. I liked them both. But yeah, I hadn't revisited it, even though I kept saying I liked it. I put this on the schedule and I'm really like glad I watched it because now I know I'm never going to watch it again. But yeah, everybody in this movie is loathsome. Like I said, you know, Doug sucks in the first movie. Then they're like, we're going to update Doug. He's a cell phone salesman and whatever. But like Doug in, in the original one has, you know, there's more story. He genuinely is completely grief stricken about his wife, really cares about his daughter. And this one, it just seems like, you know, because at one point he's talking to Bobby and then Bobby's like, well, what's the, my sister going to say? And he's like, fuck your sister.
3: And then <laughs> next thing you know,
5: it's And it's like, yeah. wow, okay. Why did they? Did they think they were making Doug a hard ass, or he's I think like, he was. I
2: think he was showing off for his brother-in-law. Yeah, so, so they like, kind of
5: made him into a Chad, as they call him. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like that was in an effort to make him cool because they didn't realize it was cringe to be that way. I guess. And can go, you
6: be oh. a Chad and a Democrat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look. I've up seen it bit. in a while.
5: I've seen it in a while. So. So in the effort to make Doug a little bit more of a hard ass, like we lose what's great about Doug in this movie. So it's slicker. I love the gore. I wish, you know, I want this level of violence. I like the realism. But then I feel like they kind of work against that realism with some of the stupidity. Like, yay, let's get out of here. It's like, if you could have done that, none of this movie would ever happen. You're not going to make it out of there. But it doesn't feel like... It's said ironically or said and we're devastated because, no, they're not going to. We don't give a shit at that point. We're just like, yeah, you're not going to and you're going to die. And that's fine with me. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> um, I cared about the dog. I cared about the baby. Um, and the women, they were just really awful to the women. And those like awful, not just in what happened to them, but their characters. Like, oh, yeah, fuck your sister. Fuck your mom. Fuck your other sister. And Doug, at one (laughs) point, we got to remember. I don't know if anybody's remembered this part. He's checking out Brenda. Yeah. In front of his wife. Yeah. And we're supposed to. You you know what I mean? And it's like, it's so nasty. It's I feel sticky. And she sees
2: him doing it, too. And she's just
5: joking about it. And he's sitting there talking shit about her dad. And Dave, I have to argue with this. If, if your partner is making you pick between their parents and you, they're not a very good partner.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Also a good point. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That's a red flag.
2: No, no, no. I
3: did. So I did. that's what I was
5: saying is like, I missed Doug from the first movie. Could we put him in this movie? Maybe I, I would have <laughs> cared a little bit more because based Doug is genuinely grief stricken, genuinely trying to get along with family, not make his wife choose and not he never creeped on Brenda. Never. <laughs> So I got a lot of problems. There was a lot of uh, there was a special brand of misogyny going around in the early 2000s. And and this movie suffers because of it.
3: The good old days. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
5: What did you say?
2: (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing.
5: I I don't trust that answer. But anyway, (laughs) I I want to leave on the note with Wes Craven. Wes Craven, when he's good, he's good. When he's not, he's not. This is mm-hmm. not Wes's strong story. Um, you know, he really hit pager with other things like Scream. Uh, not really my cup of tea, but, you know, it's it's good. It's a good story. It's a good concept. Obviously, Nightmare on Elm Street. This is before Wes had figured his shit out. And then so they remake a movie that's not the best Wes Craven story. And you would think that Wes would have had at least the insight to, like, update it, but he didn't. So I got I to gotta hold Wes accountable on this one. And, um, you know, so it it was a product of its times and times have changed. And, uh, so I see these things now for what they are. So I can only give it six out of 10 wasted bullets. I'm off my shelf box now.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be quick. I don't really know how to follow that up because she pretty much said everything that I was going to say. Um, I'm going to give this six and a half out of 10 headless birdies. <laughs> I, uh, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, uh, respect to Alexander Aja, you know, and, and the writers on this, the makeup effects team, Nick um, Nicotero and Berger. Um, you know, I mean, there's there are some good things in this film, um, but I respect it kind of like how I respect country music artists. Like, not a <laughs> fan, but, you know, I can appreciate what they do. Um, it just... It, like I said, when I watched this the first time, it was brutal and it was vicious, and it just does. It didn't feel that way now, as opposed to when I watched it, you know, back in the day. But you know, there's still there's still some things about it that I do like, but there's a lot wrong with it. Um, I think it suffers from uh, direction. I think it suffers from a lack of of plot. Um, I could have enjoyed, you know, a little bit of backstory, especially like we talked about with Ruby. Um, And, you know, some likable characters. Like, I I just, I didn't care about any of them. And I know that that's kind of a thing. You know, Nico and I are huge Friday the 13th fans. And they make it a point to include a lot of teenagers that are completely unlikable because you watch those movies – because you're rooting for Jason pretty much. You 100%. want to you want to see Jason kill these kids. And a film like this, I you you would think that they you would want the sympathetic, you know, you you want to be sympathetic towards the family because you want them to sur- to survive. But I just I did not I was not sympathetic towards anybody in this film save for the baby <laughs> and the dog. You know, I didn't want to see either of them go. Um But you know what, I I was even more at the end, I was more sympathetic towards Ruby, I didn't want to see her, you know, jump off the cliff. And I didn't even really, you know, know a whole lot about her in this film. But, you know, it's just, I do have to admire from these films, though, the sheer will to live out of some of these characters, because You know, dude got his fingers cut off with the axe. He was thrown through fucking walls. I'm sorry. At that point, I would have just been like, kill me. I'm done. Like, (laughs) I'm not running, you know, around this huge ass bathroom anymore. Like, just put that axe (laughs) in me and I'm done. Um, So I I have to admire that. But, yeah, 6.5 out of 10 headless birds for me.
5: Okay, who would like to go next?
4: Uh, I'll take it next um, I think it's a difficult one to rate for me because I think when I look back at it I, I still think of this movie fondly and when I was going into this I was thinking to myself right I'm going to go into a movie that I'm really enjoying and then you know is it just maybe the slightly that nostalgia fa- say nostalgia because it's only what 2006 it's not that nostalgic but is it the fact that you know it's been a while since I've seen it I've remembered it better than it was I still think I prefer this to the original you Know, I, I I do. I think I just think it's a all round better movie. Yes, it's got its issues in terms of you know, we're talking about the characters, you know, how they treat the female characters, the ending, but you know, it, it it's a really visually pleasing movie. The gore in it's really, really good, the action in it's really, really good. So, I think just overall, I think it is just a better movie than The Hills of Eyes. You know, you know, kind of you were talking about as well, you were, we were all talking about, you know, sort of the satirical statements that we're trying to make. And I think if you're going to do a Wes Craven film, which I know it's coming, coming, I think, I'm not sure when it's coming, you know, you're looking at things like people under the stairs probably is a better example to do that than here with the Hills of Eyes. I personally don't think we should see another remake of this. I think we just need to leave this thing alone. But I do think this is still a good film. So I'm going to give it uh, 7 out of 10 miniature American flags.
7: <laughs> I was gonna use small American flags too. <laughs> I have to think of something else. No American flags.
5: <laughs> okay, who would like to go next?
2: I'll go. I'll go. Let me go. uh I'm going to give this one eight out of 10 family vacations. I will never fucking go on. Never. <laughs> Could you imagine something worse than being in a, like a jet stream going through the desert? It's like, Jesus. Right. Yeah. My parents, yeah. I like this movie a lot. It's brutal. Uh, Erica mentioned it, it's slickly produced. It's the it's it's well shot. It's uh, I think it's a beautiful movie uh, visually. Um, there's a couple of missed opportunities, particularly with the whole jingoism, uh, I, I, we're, we have it on the TV right now and I forgot to mention the scene when Doug first walks in on Big Brain. Big Brain is singing the national anthem with mm-hmm. with a yeah. uh, big Bob burnt body with an American flag through his skull right there. That's, you know, there's there's some stuff there they could have worked with a little bit more. I, I, I would have enjoyed that. Um, but I like this movie a lot. It's It's delightfully twisted. It makes me uncomfortable in some places, which is what I'm looking for. I want a movie that makes me feel something, you know? Um, some missed opportunities with Ruby and um, the whole uh, class thing. American, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the family has everything and the family who was forced to run into the mines and live. Uh, but I like it. I like yeah, it a lot. Sure it's it's we'll like the, it's
6: like it's like the haves and the haves not have not.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and he and he says that you know you for and then there's a scene where Doug is following the dog and he goes into the mines and there's the graves of the other miners who are forced to. So obviously, these people had uh, affection for their kin. They they made monuments to the dead ones inside this mine. You know, it's, it's there's there's some stuff. There's some good uh, uh, potential. Right. Some potential there that wasn't really, uh, you know. But it, you, you can't make a movie three hours long.
0: You can look at a few that have come out
2: for three hours. I
1: Justice think, League, <laughs> yeah, R. A.
0: S. Their
2: movies. I
1: mean, shit. Look at it. Chapter two. It's two almost three hours. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah I, li- I like this movie a lot sorry
1: yeah least
6: the snyder cut
0: <laughs> um i'm gonna give this six out of ten jinko jeans in the desert um this <laughs> <laughs> this was not my jam like i you know i would much have rather watched the texas chainsaw much remake um uh it just just there's not any like characters i want to even root for in this whether they're the inbreds or whether they're the family going through the desert i will tell you this i mean david had a discussion where if we were ever like held hostage and made to go through the desert in like a camper or something we would not stray from the fucking map um (laughs) but um you know we talked earlier about lynn and that last breath she had being like you know kind of dramatic and like not necessary. I think they were trying to go for what's known as an agonal gasp. Uh, And sometimes when um, a person is deceased, but not necessarily all the way, they will have a gasp like that. It's kind of letting out that last little bit of uh, carbon dioxide that's left in the lump. Uh, And so I think that's kind of what they were going for on that. Um, but for me there I mean, there was gore in this. It could have been a little gory or it could have went into some backstories. I just felt bad for the animals, just period, the poor burbs um and th- the dogs and their paws in this 120 degree uh heat shit um, you know, I, there's there's other things that that could have been done. I would have liked for them. I'll be the backstory person for this one. I would have liked a little more backstory on certain things and um you know certain inbreds and and big brain in the wheelchair i'm sorry i busted out laughing when he was on screen because it just made me think of the elephant man um
3: (laughs) yeah but yeah
0: (laughs) it was kind of funny uh but for me six out of ten jinko jeans in the desert
7: oh sean
5: you're muted. You're, you're oh,
6: muted. my bad. <laughs>
5: I. What kind I, of faces are you making right now? I was
6: like, I I meant
5: was to even the thought.
6: I well, I meant to mention that that we were t- you were talking about the animals that when I read the trivia, they originally he originally wanted to do kittens, and he was oh, gonna no ha- he was gonna have them put the kittens in a blender with milk,
3: no, and oh. no. blend
6: it up and drink no. it. And Wes no. Craven was like, absolutely not.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank, thank
6: yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. that's poor German shepherds. They they did enough for you for this film. Like yeah. they deserve all of. They deserve all of the pay. Uh,
3: yeah. They
0: got. And I would rather watch Dead and Breakfast than this. Like, <laughs> I love Dead and Breakfast. I love it. That's
1: the one with fucking. Oh, added to the list. Is that the one with fucking uh the dude from running with the homies from fucking Clueless? It, uh uh.
0: It's it's the guy from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake and the Caradines. There's three generations of caradines. Isn't isn't that
1: isn't like like the musical interlude where the zombies are fucking singing "We're coming to get you"? Oh yeah, I like that in Breakfast. Okay, yeah, that is the one with fucking <laughs> rolling with the homies from fucking Clueless.
3: Rolling
0: with the homies.
1: <laughs> Fuck it, he doesn't have. A I name. love Dead name. Breakfast. R- rolling with the homies. That's his name. Mm-hmm. All right, who's up? nico erica
6: okay.
5: we're missing erica yeah. and,
0: and nico
7: yeah i haven't thought of a, a rating other than tiny american flags oh that's kind of a problem <laughs> Use uh, it anyway. yeah.
6: cleft <laughs> lips
7: yeah. no. oh no um so yeah I, I the problem is i don't remember well part of the problem is i don't remember the rating i gave to the first one i don't think it was an awesomely high rating by any means. Nobody gave mean, it an awesomely high one. I promise. Um, I with this, I'm, I'm thinking I'd I'd shoot for around like seven out of ten. I don't know, like, um, gun rights activists or something, <laughs> pro gun dads. Yeah, <laughs> seven out of ten pro gun dads or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh like yeah it's i think it is a lot better than the original as i said before but i i do agree with uh some some you know points especially like dave made you know and crystal that there were definitely missed opportunities with some of the stories they could have told or certain themes they could have explored like i wanted to see more of like the satirical angle of like uh like American like partisan politics or patriotism or like they, they kind of played with this, you know, stuff a little bit, but they could have done more or like made it, I don't know, more interesting or even funnier or something like that. But, um, I feel like they did miss some opportunities there. Even though I do love the, the death by tiny American flag scene, it is one of my favorite <laughs> parts yeah. of this. Um, I I did notice, though, I did not enjoy it. I did not enjoy it as much as I did when I saw it in the theater when it came out. Um, It actually, like, lost my attention at times, even though there was a lot going on. It could just be this unrelenting barrage of too much going on. Like, I love brutality and gore, but you need a little more of a breather in between (laughs) in in some parts. So, I, I don't know. That was maybe a little bit of my issue with it as well. But I think it's still uh, solid and it's definitely above average as a remake.
5: That's
1: fair. And I guess I'll, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 Major League gabos for our friend from Hocus Pocus there. Um, It's a solid remake. I mean, there's not much more you can ask for. I mean, you know, golden rule for any remake is that it should improve upon the original or at least complement it well enough if it's already a good enough original and it kind of does the job with that. I mean, could it have used a little bit more polishing and less studio interference? Absolutely. West should have maybe stepped in a couple of times and maybe given some some more input and some more, you know, direction for stuff, but you know, at the end of the day, the the director got to make his movie. I'm sure Fox had way more especially with that ending. But overall, I I can't hate it. It, it was a solid entry in the remake craze at the you know during like the, the early 2000s i can't hate it every time it's on i'll watch it so this will be my short and sweet one eight and a half out of 10 major league gabos for our friend from focus Pocus. so, <laughs> so there, there you go
6: yeah we did we did go through a, a remake reboot craze we really, we're we going through I, one I now i think we're still in the midst
3: yeah well the yeah. thing is
5: is like you know, I think there were a longer periods of like things, like you know, we didn't go start going through that till the early two thousands because we had like the drought of '90s horror. '80s horror was a complete glut, but then you know, early two thousands horror, it's like we had some pretty exciting new things, and gore, you know, was over the top, and a lot more was loud, and all those reboots. But now it's like every couple of years we go through a reboot craze. Like, we don't yeah. get these like 20 year periods or 10 year periods. It's like, oh, it's been a couple of years. They're remaking movies that that were made five years ago, literally now. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, hold on.
6: What? Well, that's the that's the thing that got me with like, you know, the Spider Man,
1: you know, reboots. It's well, like, okay, they but would wait, do the Spider Man. That's yeah. a little different because, you know, like the whole right situation. But, right. No, I get, but that. I I get but that. I, that. But I think, but I think what well, like Candy's always like, like the fact that, cabin fever already got remade
5: yeah i was like wait we haven't waited right. long enough before
0: we remade this like no. if, you know i i think that's probably due to people's attention spans getting shorter and shorter they're like oh so you know are we
5: going to cater to people's attention spans the fact that you know amongst these people with these super short attention spans like those aren't the people that you want to cater to the people with your long memories the people that make your film a cult film people that are hardcore fans yeah I still love shit that was from before I was born. I I don't have the attention span of a fly and I'm the one that's going to collect your movies not these people. You want it to be a big deal at the box office, so well, that's going to hurt you in the long run.
1: I got right. I got to I got to be honest, there's one that I'm like my, my curiosity is like super peaked on it. I haven't seen not even a a but none of us is going the toxic avenger you make. But I'm actually very curious. Like my curiosity is peaked. New Jersey's fine. you, you that's know right. But it's it's the dank as as toxi Like he starts off like that and becomes the monster so like that's also interesting and then you got kevin bacon and, and elijah wood in that movie too yeah so but that's what
4: we were talking about as well though like you're talking about that picture curiosity you know i mentioned that the people under the stairs as well i'd be really interested mm-hmm. to see what they're going to do with that in 2023 or 2024. wait is
1: that coming out as a remake for real like is it ever that official
4: i think it's officially I think Jordan. Jordan, Jordan, shit. Jordan yeah, I, mean, little... I think it's Jordan Peele that's doing yeah. it. I, of I course never course liked it's the Peel, original, so, it's be so I'm dead hoping that I, I like the original. remake. Um, but but no one gave a fuck about Captain Fever getting remade. That didn't peak anyone's fucking interest. <laughs> that enjoy.
5: kind of <laughs> right. went like a fart in the wind. Yeah. I didn't like the, I didn't like Kevin Fever. I love Eli. Oh my God. Eli Ross. So, all
1: right. I, <laughs> I love Kevin. I, I, I hate love Kevin Fever either, but I, the ending is probably the best part of that entire fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. It. It. Yes. Because You're it right. came out of fucking left field and not one person saw that coming the way that it ended. Yeah. So, yep. Can't repeat it. I mean, I, I can say it, but I'm not going to say it <laughs> because I don't I want to. Yeah. I At this point in time, like, I, I can't afford to be canceled so yeah yeah that's all i'm gonna say yeah we'll leave it at that we'll leave it at that
5: (laughs) so uh time for plugs uh god i i i kind of just go empty at plugs and i have a million things (laughs) to plug i think that's why i'm just like wait (laughs) um obviously we're the house of screams uh you found us but if you need to find us again uh we have a link tree and slash candy the final girl um you can find us on twitter at house underscore screams you can find us on instagram at candy the final girl and um, please check out final girl cosmetics final girl cosmetics makeup that's eric and i's company we're working on uh getting some new things out and um, to you and we're gonna do some some fun things with that soon And uh, what else? Uh, Check out my writing and also support Ghoul's Magazine, uh, ghoulsmagazine.com. I I don't know. There,
0: I'm out. Well,
6: (laughs) I'm Shaun of the Dead, and you can find me wherever you find candy.
0: Oh, you took my line.
6: I did. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
5: obviously, that means the restraining order is not working.
6: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 500 feet.
5: (laughs) My room now, bitch. (laughs) okay ian where can we find you
4: yeah you can find me uh on my my own horror podcast pod of the damned uh much like you guys you know we review different horror movies every week we've just released an episode on hellraiser which we we kind of have mentioned earlier on earlier on we've got um things coming up we're doing um army of darkness soon we're doing hereditary soon we're doing they live we've got a whole you're we'll doing start, all the fun shit we've got oh, a whole yeah. of fun stuff coming up so yeah i really look forward to that we're on twitter uh, at damn podcast you can get us on facebook and instagram as well just look for pod of the damned and we're on patreon as well because we usually do some mini soads and early releases on our patreon so it's just patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned
5: yay and you know what's funny um because i there was some hellraiser talk in our podcasting network because obviously we're all in the same one um, run by mr Forrest over here but um talking about us compiling all of our hellraiser episodes and i was like well it's funny because one hellraiser before terrifier 2 which came out the end of the year last year (laughs) hellraiser was our most popular episode last year and you were on it so we we're talking about that. Yep. I'm like, we're crossing the streams a little bit because even was on ours.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah. So you were our most popular episode. You were on that one.
4: Well, pop pop myself on the yeah, there you go. I love
0: having you here. I love Hellraiser. That's my my favorite horror film. And Julia, she's doing cons this she year. She is. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, yes. wow.
5: I was yeah. listening to her episode on it, and you know, I was like, wow, she was really trying to get some more of that dick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Come me. to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All
5: right, Dave and Crystal, where can we find you guys?
0: Or am I not allowed to know yet?
2: <laughs> right here, and, and that's it.
0: <laughs> and anywhere you find Dave, you can find me. Found you. Yay!
3: Yes! <laughs> so you
2: both again. <laughs> miss you guys. Um, we always miss you. Yeah,
5: yeah, definitely doing some hangouts this year. So we got to all make plans. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to travel and get the fuck up at it. The Midwest. We need to play that
2: Rift. We need to play that Rift Trash game again. Oh,
5: we were just playing it the other night. Yeah, we're gonna be out of town this weekend, but otherwise, we'll get with That's
2: you. A, yeah, that shit was a pisser.
5: Um, Erica, what about you?
7: Yeah, you can find me on myhorrificlife.com or on Instagram at myhorrificlife, Even though I don't really check my messages very often at all or post very often, but I'm there kind of. Uh, and also as Candy said, check out finalgirlcosmetics.makeup
5: Yes, please. Um, And Nico.
1: You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at El Jefe Del Horror. The boss. And I have a link tree for everybody's um accounts, even the podcast of the damn for Ian on my um, link tree. And we're going to be announcing something shortly. I know that. Like, yes. Very shortly. We're working on this now. So. um
5: a yeah, nice little conference the other night. So,
1: we yeah. Going. We got something really big brewing. So, you know, we're going to need a lot of help with this soon. So.
0: Wow. Somebody had Beanie Weenies. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God. We, we, we definitely had the Beanie Weenies and the, and the weedies for that one. Uh, I'm going to be at <laughs> <in> Monster <laughs> Mania. I'm, this probably won't be by the time next week. Yeah, no, be no. We're, movies, we're
5: like four so. or five episodes behind right now.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you can, you can edit that out. So fuck it. <laughs> so there you go.
5: We leave it in. But it doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. Fuck it. Our whole thing is like, yeah, it'll be fine. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs>
1: but I, I, I do got a dip. I'm really not feeling well. I I could not stay with you guys, but I'm going to go lay down for a little while. Yeah, you go do that. I think Ian's probably going to lay down, too. No, yeah, it's like, what, like four in the morning over there?
4: Uh, yeah, five past three. So. Sleep time for me.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a, well, we we really appreciate it. every time you, up you are laden. so. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good night. All right, All All right take it easy, guys. Have a good, night. good night. I love you. Thanks for
3: being here, Ian. Hi, love yeah, guys. Thank you. Love having me. Love you, you guys. Good good night. Night.